0: how we started we are getting live and we live back in action recapping Super Bowl 56 moving the sticks into the off-season mix time to get you fixed as you're listening to the third and three podcast presented by the sports column in conjunction with third and three podcast.com my name is Jason Fearman aka the sports prophet along with me my amazing co-host the real deal Danny and Adams gonna hold it down for tricky Nicky Gist this week and she's in mourning that Burrow and her Bengals lost the big game. But that don't mean since he won't be back, or we know Nikki's coming back next week. But D, this week, if there's anyone in the world who can possibly fill her shoes, we got the man right here in the house with us. And you know who I'm talking about right now. If you don't see him, you best be watching right now. Our very special guest of the day, a passionate Cleveland Browns fan and a great man, He is also the guy who kickstarted my podcasting career back in the day, so I owe him a lot, and I'm talking about Mr. L.A. Broadus. What is up, baby? What up, what up, what up, people? Yes, yes. D, what a blessing, man. We got him in the house, L.A.
1: Yeah, now, L.A. has been my main man for a while now, man, and I've done a few podcasts with him. It's always a pleasure to have someone on who's as passionate as he is about Cleveland sports and also. Oh, yeah.
0: Southland. So, oh, yeah. And I'm glad. glad he didn't get on me yesterday because there's something that I got to bring up, man. We know L.A. is a huge Browns fan. All right. Like I mentioned, and I put out a tweet on Monday asking if the Browns should get a decal on their helmets. And apparently they think I own a team or something because, oh, my God, my timeline was filled to capacity. It's still going right now. I can't stop it unless I delete the tweet. But It's just craziness, bombardment of craziness. I mean, yeah, there's a few in there that said, yeah, go put their initials on there. No, non-Browns fans, and then some had the poop emoji. But L.A., (laughs) I got killed the FUs, leave us alone, go back to your own team, get off my freaking lawn type of stuff. Oh, my Lord. I did not know what I got myself into, but I got it. (laughs) Hey, look, look, look. When you tweeted it,
2: I immediately thought, I was like, yo, I'm going to retweet
3: this.
2: (laughs) Uh, Because uh, most of my timeline, I mean, it is diverse, of course, but most of my timeline is Browns. And so I knew if I retweeted that.
0: That oh. they were
2: going to come for you. Oh. So uh I kind of like how, uh you know, somebody said, I lit a bomb and then ran away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I messed up, bro. Even Ashley, who's a huge Browns fan too, Ashley Elliott, she's like, I'm just here to watch for the entertainment. That's all yes. I need <laughs> yes. yes, you cannot. Look, it's like family, right? You can talk about
2: your family. But if somebody else talks about your family, it ain't right. <laughs> right.
0: You oh, yeah. oh man, lesson learned. Let me tell you. I it was such an innocent thing. I think I'm putting out to him. Like, yeah, we put a picture of the Browns helmet and should they ever get a decal? You know, I know when this goes back a long time. And oh my god, like Jerome is <laughs> saying, man, did I fan the fire? Holy oh my god. Dog, so-
2: dog oh. it was so it was so random, too. Like I when I see when I seen it, I was like. Why did he tweet that? I don't uh, know. like what was he what was he thinking? And, and, and especially when we're in the off season of turmoil, like we always are. Why would you even do
0: that? I didn't understand. Oh, no, no clue. I, you know what? I was like, I I, I don't know. I must have had you on my mind. I'm like, yeah, I can't LA's gonna be hosting the show with us, and then Brown's got into my head. I'm like, yeah, okay, let me go do something stupid. And oh my god, did I <laughs> I'm still getting stuff. It's been two full days, 48 hours. They will not stop. But I ain't deleting the tweet, man. At least until after the show. <laughs> no, don't no, don't delete it. Look, look, here's nah. a
2: lesson. Here's a lesson when you go viral, right? You can mute it. Okay.
0: That's right, right? <laughs> You can
2: mute it. Like so 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 here it is as a viral person that has gone viral <laughs> multiple times. I'm even going viral right now because of the verses last night that I posted. Uh, yeah, just mute it.
0: Get out of it. Get out of it. <laughs> right. Uh, bing, bang, bing, bing. Yeah, man, sevens. I'm Browns
1: fans of something else, man. I remember Ooh. a Thursday night game. I, I criticized Baker Mayfield. Man, my mentions have never been filled up so much. <laughs> but when I decided to do that, oh, man, people came at me crazy. Crazy. Come the end of the season, Lava was green with me, but yeah. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but still, watch out, man. Damn, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever have a Browns mentioned in my tweet ever again, man. I just yeah. that was it. <laughs>
1: that
0: was but I, I respect it though. They, they real fans. They are just a little crazy. Oh yeah, they're they're, <laughs> yeah, they're real fans. Oh my god, they're calling me like, get this guy off Twitter for real. We're blocking your ass, <laughs> man. Like, all right, damn. I mean, I don't know y'all sensitive about your team like that. I remember talking to Giants fans like Nikki, how sensitive she is. But Brown, damn. But, you see, that's a funny thing. D, you can back me up in this. They were my team last year. I'm like, yeah, Cleveland, they going to the playoffs last year. So, But yeah, that ride man. is over, I guess, for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, He was one of the biggest Brown supporters out there.
0: <laughs> like, hey, for,
1: look, for
2: sure. look, I heard it, man. I, I listen to every every one of y'all podcasts. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan, a follower, a subscriber, all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, if anything, uh, everybody, follow the, the third and three podcast, man. These guys are great
3: but yeah, at I the same time
2: but but at the same time don't come for our browns i mean <laughs> it just it just is what it is man but not, nah, no nah, i heard y'all and, and just like everybody else in the world we was we was back in the browns this time you know
1: yeah
2: and oh, they fit fa- oh. and they and they failed it's just like uh dallas cowboy uh well no nah, we all expected that
3: we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We knew that was gonna happen. Did we all
2: expected that. Shout out to Ashley Baker. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pointing. Pew pew
3: pew. pew, <laughs> pew. <laughs>
2: so yeah, it it is what it is, man. Um, I mean, disappointing season for sure. Got a lot of things to uh to handle in the offseason to upgrade the roster, but ultimately the core is solid. You know, it's not like we got bad players on the team. No. Um, they just didn't didn't live up to the hype and i'm gonna go ahead and say it so if browns fans if y'all want to unfollow me for saying this yeah yeah we need we need better uh qb play it is what it is
0: and that's fair man yo you know that that leads me to something i wanted to talk to you guys about and i even want to get back to the browns later because Look, Baker Mayfield, middle of the road quarterback. You know, we can go on talking about him. He's got his moments. He doesn't have his moments, but one thing that he has in common with the quarterback wait, of the brand. Wait,
2: wait, wait, yeah. Jason. Wait, Jason. You yeah. said middle you said middle of the road. And ultimately the song came on my head, although we've gone to
3: the <laughs> end <laughs> of the <laughs> road. To end.
2: <laughs> you should might oh, be I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, look, look. Don't sign me, record companies. All right, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm, 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 not, I'm not ready yet. But that—that's what—that's what popped in my head. I'm sorry for interrupting. You.
0: No, hey, no, it's all right. Because you know what? It, It—it could be the end of the road soon. You know, whatever they franchise tag and what. But he ain't going to get them big bucks. And like I said, he's a short quarterback. And now I'm going to another short quarterback. But. Bigger in stature, and that's Kyler Murray right now. All right, so we've seen he brushed all his, you know, tweets and everything with, uh, you know, everything doing Arizona Cardinals and whatnot after a solid start, seven and one. They finish out the season six and five. They lose their first playoff game against um, the Rams. And bigger question, other than like, okay, what's going on right now between Kyler and the Cardinals? D is Kyler worth it? Like the ultimate big question is every team wants to win the Super Bowl, right? Is that's Kyler true. Murray going to lead you or be part of a Super Bowl team and do you give him the big bucks knowing that maybe he isn't
1: it's hard to tell if he can be that guy you know how I feel about Kingsbury so for me it's hard for me to say if he can be the guy with Kingsbury there I think if they had a better coach then maybe you'll see more out of Kyler the second half of seasons right every year you see that team have a downfall in the second half of the season. I think that's a lot to do with coaching. Now, some of it's injury, right? DeAndre Hopkins going out definitely doesn't help this year.
0: Sure.
1: And you don't have your horses. That's when your coaches are supposed to put in game plans to help you overcome the loss of those major players. Kingsbury is yeah. not able to do that. Yeah. So I think Kyler Murray with a different coach is where you should go. Now, as far as paying them, I think they have to first overall pick. Uh, he's been somebody who has shined, has had these major moments, has shown the potential to be great. So you have to give him that big paycheck and hope that he can be the guy to lead in the future. But I just don't think the coach is the one who can do it.
0: Yeah, Kingsbury's—I don't know, like Prince Berry if if even that much. He's definitely you no know, king of nothing, right there. L.A. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing: like, I, I like Kyler, man, and obviously he was balling out, going crazy, and D hopping. You know, healthy is a tremendous thing because they maybe who knows, maybe they win that game. I don't know, but if you're that franchise, are you ready to invest? a whole ton of money, give him, you know, Dak Prescott money or even more. And then, you know what, what happens is in a couple of years, you lose other pieces around. So yeah, coaching has a lot to do with it. But I will say this, like D, um, it's very hard to find really good to great quarterbacks. And Kyler Murray definitely falls into that category. So LA, that's why it would be so hard for me not to give him the money, even though in some way I feel like he's not in that upper tier deserving it.
2: Yeah, I hear what y'all saying and everything. Um when I hear the word Kingsbury, I think about Dingleberry.
3: <laughs> All right? So yeah. much better than uh, mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, I mean, it just it just is what it is. Uh Look, Ky- Kyler Kyler is a dude, right? He he is definitely that guy. Um he definitely uh like when we were talking about um quarterbacks uh as far as the afc north or whatever like that he's not a cold weather guy he's a short guy he needs to be in warm weather i think he has the potential um to to be something great and he just needs to be surrounded by a team but also this is what reminds me of him right Re- uh like think about the earlier russell wilson type type days yeah. right You know, where he at first, he didn't really transcend, but he was surrounded by a good defense. Yeah, he he was surrounded by a good running back. Right. So I think that that's the kind of way that you want to approach when it comes to, um, you know, Kyler Murray.
0: All right, no doubt. I got you. Yeah, again, football's the ultimate team sport, as we all know. So you got to have guys around you. There's no question about it. And the big guy around him, D-Hop, yeah, that offense just went downhill after that. A.J. Green couldn't pick up the slack. Christian Kirk did as much as he can. Hey, let's say what's up. Yeah, Jerome, Daryl, what's up, Chris? What's going on, guys? Glad you're with us. Look,
2: look, A.J. Green is
3: 176 years old.
0: I know. (laughs)
3: Come
0: on now. You just know you can't rely on, on him. Yeah. Nah, on right 176 years old. He's <laughs> trying, trying to play wide receiver with Jerry Rice. <laughs> uh, man, well, that's an NFC West quarterback, NFC West coach Sean McVay won his Super Bowl. He's been there twice in the last four years. LA, where does that put him in the status of the coaching echelon? Is he like top five now? You know, we got like, yo know, we got Tomlin, we got Belichick for sure. We got Andy Reid. And then you can start talking about, you know, Vrabels and other guys like that. But maybe Nick Vay belongs in there. I don't know. What do you think? You talking
2: about all time?
0: No, man. No, no, now. Oh, oh, now, now. Yeah, Hell no. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Because I was like, what
2: the hell? Um... <laughs> But, no, that's only, uh, he's a little boy, man. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I gotta give him credit. Uh, I think he should be in the top five, uh, just because of the fact that he was able uh to manage so many personalities. I mean, when you again, when you bring in all that star talent that they did, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to be able to put it forth um, you know, at the Super Bowl, even though uh I think Damon said it on his podcast uh, uh yesterday, um that. They were a couple of plays away from losing, um, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, like, I mean, to be able to bring all that stuff, star power together, and to be able to manage those personalities, I think is a big quality that gets overlooked from coaches. Um, so yeah, and I mean, and to do it at what is he? What is he, 36?
0: Yeah, he's yeah. just 36. Yeah,
2: like, I'm like, yeah. dang, man, like, uh, I'm 36 and I ain't (laughs) you know like I'm judging I'm judging myself like uh what do I need to be doing out here um you know I'm saying I'm about to go manage a AU team or something like that you know (laughs) um but you know that that is definitely very powerful to be as young that he is and to be able to do what he did at this level yeah that is that is amazing so yeah I'm definitely putting him in there
0: all right, no doubt. That's a really good point, too. You know, like uh the story. Phil Jackson coming in mal- managing all these personalities or whatever, you know, Sean McVay, obviously not in the same sentence as Phil Jackson, but that yeah, there's something to be said for that. And it's a good thing that he's a players coach where he lets the players be who they are. I think that's something that really allowed, you know, the Rams to go out and play ball with first year quarterback now for the Rams, Matthew Stafford. Look, Damien, they went for the goal, they achieved the ultimate goal. Sean McVay deserves how much credit in your eyes on that.
1: Definitely a lot. L.A. brings up a great point. Usually basketball coaches are the ones who are giving that credit for managing the personalities because basketball players, we see their faces more and we hear about them complaining more than we do with with football players. And we'll get into that in a little bit here as well. But with McVay, I would have to put him behind. So I guess we're not counting Sean Payton as active, right? So you would have, of course, Belichick, Andy Reid, Tomlin. Then after that, I don't see honestly who you could put in front of McVay unless I'm missing somebody. Maybe John Harbaugh, maybe.
0: But that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But outside of like he's top five for sure. I think like when you think about the head coaches, what he did in these few years to go to two Super Bowls and to win one this quickly. And having the talent does matter, right? There's some coaches who have done it with less. Like you can give Zach Taylor a lot of credit this year. The Bengals don't have the talent that the Rams have and made it to Super Bowl. He definitely deserves credit for that. But to have the talent and to live up to expectations is also something that the coach should get credit for. Because if they don't, it's all coming down on the
0: coach. Like I'm on Kingsbury you'll be on him the same way if they didn't live up to his expectations. Ah, true, man. Yeah, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. You know, all right. So we're talking to face. So, you know, we just got to lead into the Super Bowl and got to go over a couple of things. Damien, you made some – I listened to your podcast. You made amazing points. Here's the one thing that I would say, I guess, to – not re- retaliate, that's not the right word, but, um, you know, to play devil's advocate as far as the Bengals go. I love they play defense. Don't get me wrong. That was – I think they play great defense, and I want to get into it. But – Joe Burrow in that offense, this is where you got to credit the Rams so much. Without that one big play of Higgins, and you can say with that or whatever, but it was a pass interference on, on Higgins. It should have been when he caught that touchdown on Ramsey. Without that, Burrow's got like a 200 yard day, one touchdown. So I'm not really putting it on him. I'm just saying that Rams defense was dominant that entire game. And without that play, that game, to me, I don't think would be close. So I'm like kind of playing devil's advocate, Dean, going the other way.
1: Yeah, no, you definitely can point to that play. I think it was the smoothest pass Pastor Friends I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like it worked. the way the way he pulled his hand and just whipped up with it. Like I can't blame the rest for missing it. I didn't see it in live time when he Hey,
2: showed he, up the, hey yeah. he hit him, he hit him like a smooth criminal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was super smooth. Hey. <laughs> So <laughs> like I said, I couldn't even blame the rest for missing it really because I was like in real time it looked like um Ramsey fell. So I was like, oh, yeah. okay, well, Ramsey fell down, good catch. And then they showed the replay, like it was just quick, just to the side real quick. Hey,
2: you you know like, a, sw- a swiper, no swiping. Okay. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it was what it was, man. Like yeah. I had to see it again. I like I like I blinked and I was like, dang.
0: Yep. Yeah. Like, wow. It's- smooth criminals more like now it's yeah. like Jalen, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Can you get off the floor now?
1: <laughs> uh but to your to your point though, yes, that without that play Joe Burrow has a very average day uh because of that defense, but that gotcha. defensive line, that secondary they all did a great job. And the Bengals, there are a few times where the Bengals like play calling wise miss some things. Like you go back to end of the game I asked the question, what happened to Joe Mixon? Why is Perrine in the game mm, running when your game is on the line when Joe Mixon's been having success the whole game? Whenever they stuck to the running game, their two best drives that were like sustained drives were Joe Mixon running the ball, leading the drive. And one of the reasons Joe Mixon was able to throw that touchdown is because he was running the ball so well. Once he got that toss, they had to react to it, leading the Higgins beat open the back of the end zone. So I didn't get having Perrine in the game at that time. And then if you're going to keep him in there on that fourth down play, if Joe Burrow can't run, like if he is unable to run, I get it. I would call like a QB draw at that time. I think that would have worked, especially with the way that the Rams were playing their defensive line, having an overload on one side. Yeah, if you have an overload on one side, the other side is wide open for a QB draw, unless Joe Burrow's knee was so messed up at that point where he couldn't run. But if he can't run, keep Perine in to block. Your job, if, I'm, if you're the running back, what I'm telling you is hey, if Donald gets free, just stand in his way for an extra half a second. I know you ain't going to be able to stop him, but just stay in his way for extra half a second, you know, a quarter of a second. Give me just a little bit more time to throw this ball out here, and then maybe we can make something happen. But I just didn't get those play designs. But you're right. The Rams' defense definitely deserves a lot of credit. Uh, the first half, they weren't as down as in the second half. I, t- I literally tweeted out, oh, it looks like the Bengals' defense line is the one what making an impact. impact. As soon as I said that, they it off like five sacks in the next four
2: minutes. (laughs) Look, 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 we all got to agree that that, that, that play, that play that Aaron Donald picked up dude and said, get out my way real quick. I'm going to go sack your quarterback. That was the defining move. And I said, you know what? That's a man.
1: Yeah. All right. Like
2: like there was no doubt in my mind. I'm like that's a man yeah. he's he's out there in the woods chopping up chopping up trees uh you know you know just eating maple syrup and stuff like that all right yeah <laughs> just,
1: no for sure for sure And then it. it even solidified today seeing him on the float at the parade busting my man out there flexing right oh, okay yeah I see I see why nobody can stay in front of this dude
0: right now like <laughs> he's different. yes
2: yes different man. different
0: yeah. So, I mean, he, the whole, a completely different beast. It's unbelievable, that guy. I mean, we talk about the best defensive players of all time. He belongs way the hell up there. It, it, it dominated what he Dominant. I thought that he had a chance to win the MVP. Or I wish they could just give it to the whole freaking defense sometimes. You know, it's like such a dominant performance. Not one single guy just stood out and had three and a half sacks or whatever. But, damn, that de- that defense won that game for them. There's no doubt. And there's no question, L.A., that as soon as OBJ went out, that Rams offense became... I, I don't even know what you want to call it. They've got flat, man. No, just say stagnant. Stagnant. Yeah, there you go. That, that's the yeah. best one I can give for it. Yeah. That doesn't uh, uh, no show doubt. you how important he is to that team, man. Look, <laughs> look, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you you poke you poking the bear again, Jason. Um, <laughs> uh, it goes um for, you
0: though, for real. I mean,
2: it, it 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 is what it is, man. Uh it's like it's like seeing the ex flourish you know you 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 hope for the best um you know but then you kind of like damn
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she she got the ring she get married that right I, come on that's like what happened with us so you know what went wrong baby come on come back <laughs> <laughs> look, hey,
1: look. L- la sometimes you gotta give it up though sometimes you get like hey that dude did a better job than i did he stepped up to the plate <laughs> I, no, I, would never,
2: <laughs> I would never say that never uh but you're right but you're right, <laughs> but you're right. um but yeah yeah when OVJ went out man uh sad to see man sad that uh you know he hurt the same knee you know what i'm saying and that that is tough uh especially being at uh 29 i believe uh, mm. that he that he is man i mean he's just battled back from so many freaking injuries um you know that would definitely cripple uh you know anybody so um mm. i'm wondering i'm wondering you know what he does here because i mean i wouldn't be surprised if he retires too oh, let's wow. Let, wow. let let's just go ahead and drop it out there right now you know um,
0: what? As that, a high take. that that'd as be a, a hell of a hot take right there
2: yeah i as mean a high
0: take that's a legit hot take if that happens, man. Because you know what, I feel like, man, I feel like he found a home. I feel like he wants to stay in LA and prove stuff over there. D and he, I feel as, as a football player because of you know, I'm not again, LA don't take this personal because of the way things went down in Cleveland at the end of his Giants career. I feel like he's got a lot more to prove. And to watch to tears run down his face of pure joy and happiness—that was real raw emotion. And I feel like, yeah, even though he was out the the entire second half, he felt like he was a big part of that. Um, I think he wants to be part of it again.
1: It would be – it definitely would be bittersweet if he retired because I believe he's a Hall of Fame talent, but he definitely has not had a Hall of Fame career because of the injuries and the different things that have gone on. So I would love to see him play a few more years and really show what he could do with a Matthew Stafford at QB in that system with the Rams – I would love to see that just for a few more seasons but if he oh, is going to oh, retire oh. Him because he's happy. Hold uh, on, just yeah.
2: just rewind real quick. You said <laughs> um, you you said with a Matthew Stafford like <laughs> are dude, are we really like absorbing <laughs> we're, we're, uh, what 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 we're, what we're saying here? <laughs>
3: we're, well, we're Stafford up here now. <laughs>
2: like like we're saying with the Matthew Stafford at QB. Uh I'm sorry, I'm talking with my hands. What should I do with my hands? Um, but uh Find but em. yeah, with the Matthew Stafford at QB. This is a crazy world that we're living in right now. Yeah. Uh this is wild cuz Matthew Stafford was at the uh, at the at the at the forefront of all jokes ever, right?
1: For yeah. a while, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, you heard it on my podcast. Like, I think people have overreacted to Matthew Stafford, especially people saying he's a Hall of Famer now. Mm-hmm. Like, stop
0: it. Like, I don't, I don't, No, Hall yeah. of Famers don't go 0-16 in a season, man. I don't know, you know? I mean, yeah. come on. I don't care who you got around you. If you're a Hall of Famer, you, you can't allow that stuff to happen.
2: This man had Calvin Johnson, and Calvin Johnson is in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And... <laughs> You you still be looked like as trash right now, <laughs> like, like like literally you were throwing a Calvin Johnson and you're still looked at as trash. That's yeah, hilarious to me.
0: You know what he's becoming like? He's becoming like Brett Favre in a way. He throws a bunch of touchdowns, a bunch of yards, and a bunch of interceptions. You know, it's yeah. it, it's getting weird. You know, like Brett Favre. Yeah, he's Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that Matthew Stafford's on his level, but he's like miniature Brett Favre all of a sudden. You know, just the interceptions yeah. they don't stop.
1: No, and uh, the thing is he when he threw that deep one, it was like, Oh, that was a classic Stafford interception. I'm, gonna, you know, I'm a force yeah, I'm gonna force it deep and he will try to see what happens. Uh this the other one that went off of uh Skaronic's hands, yeah, I thought that was his fault as well because it was lower in front, but That's, it wasn't like a horrible throw. That first one throwing it deep, that was a, it was like, Come on, bro, what are you doing?
2: Nah, look, yeah. we, look. We all said Stafford goes Stafford, right? Yep,
1: yeah, yeah. That's
2: that's what we said before the game, right? True. And yeah. then we and then when he threw the picks, we was just like, "Well,
3: yep, <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna happen." <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so I mean, it is what it is, man. Look, not to take credit for Matthew Stafford at all. Uh I mean, he he stood there and did what he was supposed to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing like they went to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff so Mm -hmm. the upgrade from Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford Stafford did what he was supposed to do he was that upgrade that they needed yeah Uh, because Jared Goff you go from Goff to Stafford it does make Stafford look like he's up here right that's what that's what it is so that's why he's being looked at in this way today where people are asking the crazy questions oh is he a hall of famer and stuff like that because he looks so much better than Jared Goff who we saw, you know, once you put him in Detroit, you're like, oh, man, you see really how trash you are.
3: Yeah, so
1: man. That, with Stafford, like he is very good in that system, too. That's why I'm saying with Odell Beckham, I think in that system, he would be amazing, especially with a full year and some change in there. I think he would be amazing. So it would be bittersweet if he do, did retire. Do you know why he would be amazing? <laughs> why would he be amazing, Ella?
2: Because <laughs> of the fact that everybody was still looking at OBJ as a number one, and he's not a number one anymore.
1: Mm
3: -hmm.
2: because of the fact that Cooper Cup is there, he can shine now, okay? Jarvis Landry wasn't that guy for him. Jarvis Mm -hmm. Landry is a number two, okay? So, therefore, when everybody's focused on OBJ, he can't do OBJ things like he was with the Giants because of all the injuries that he had.
0: Yeah. All right. I I definitely think that's fair. No, that's fair. And you're talking about the other wide receiver. You just mentioned Cooper Cup. How are you going to have Eli Apple on him one-on-one at the end of the game like that? Are you crazy? You got to be <laughs> come on. I mean, you could put anybody else over there. Put a freaking defensive lineman on him or something and let him eat him, yeah. live, you know, before he gets to score a touchdown. You know it's going to happen. I mean, it's yeah. just right there. Yo, Eli Apple's on Cup one-on-one. I know what I'm doing. You know, even if they had a run play called the audible, right the hell out of that damn thing. You can't yeah. be doing stuff like that, man. I mean, you're just asking to lose the game right there.
2: Look, yeah. Eli, Eli Apple brought it on himself, man. Oh, he I did? don't I don't know why the heck he went on the Twitter rant, tag, <laughs> tagging people, doing all the stuff that he did. And then now, look, I tweeted earlier uh, that there's actually, they made a plate. They made a plate for him. You know how people get named after uh, burgers and stuff yeah, like that, right? Yeah. He had a plate of burnt toast and some ap- and some apple slices, okay? That, that 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 was Eli Apple's uh signature dish now, okay? Oh, um look. Look when look, when you're going to be a troll, when you're going to be a troll like that, you got to back it up.
0: You, you do? Know? You do, and he's not the one to be doing that. I mean, he's on the 17th team in the last four years. I mean, come on now. Which what, what, what you kidding me? But damn, yeah, yeah it's, he
1: is. it's crazy. We talked about the Browns fans, like he came after Saints fans and has regretted ever since.
3: Yeah. Giants,
2: fans, Giants fans too. Yeah, he, he he went after everybody. I mean, like, he put on a machine gun and just sprayed everywhere. Yeah. And we were and we were just sitting back on Twitter like. What provoked you to do this?
1: Yeah, that was that was the the main point because it wasn't like Saints fans or Giants fans were coming at him for yeah. finally having some success. Right. We're like, okay, okay, look at Eli Apple. I see you. Yeah. Right. And the next thing you know, he was coming yeah. at us. I hate both of y'all fan bases. Like,
0: oh.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, and then and then when he said, "I hate the city. It smells. It stinks." Yeah. I was like, I was like, Eli.
0: Right, come on, man. <laughs> He'd have been better off throwing a brown helmet up there.
3: <laughs> hey, great, great headboard,
2: by the way, uh Jason.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Try to
0: look at school, you know? You no. Know? <laughs> Gotta shave good, baby. Getting old. That's what happens.
2: <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, Eli Apple brought it upon itself, man. And, and and just like that, you know, I hate to compare him to uh what we're talking about uh with halftime as far as uh 50 cents. But, you know, the, the fat shame in the 50 cent or whatever like that, like, Eli kind of brought it on himself <laughs> because he's a troll and 50 cent is a troll. So, like, I, do we do we really do we really feel sorry about it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> so yeah. That's, true. that's true. Like, I was actually sticking up with 50 a little bit because I'm like, it takes a lot to hang upside down and the core strength is still there. <laughs> I am like, like, he's still in decent shape, but he definitely is a lot bigger than he was or. And they originally did that shoot for the video back in the day. But yeah, if you're a troll, whenever somebody gets a chance to come back at you, they're gonna come at you, and that's what Eli mm-hmm. Apple's getting. And he's gonna get the rest of this offseason. Like he's he's gonna log he, off Twitter for sure.
2: Hey, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna get it forever. I mean, like yeah. anytime anybody says Eli Apple, and it's a shame because you know he came from our but you know, my favorite university,
3: yeah.
2: Uh, but I just didn't realize that. He was just like that. I was just like, damn. <laughs> like, like. I kind of felt sorry at first, but then when I see him fire, fire at everybody like that, I was like, well, all right. They coming yep. for you, bro.
0: Yep. They coming for you. Yep. He was, he was looking pretty thick, man. There's no doubt about it. I was like, shit. <laughs> them, them freaking overalls about to snap, man. Shit. <laughs> Take that damn thing off. But damn. that Yeah, we're going to talk about that halftime show. Actually, we're going to give our top four halftime shows of all time coming up here in just a few. But still talking about the game just a little bit in the ins and outs of it before we get to that and some other things. Um, I'm wondering now, like, you know, obviously NBA, right? We're going to get to the NBA. I want to talk about that, too, with the Harden and Simmons trade how they had their big three, Brooklyn, right? And the Heat did their big three things. So it was like, you know, NBA teams, like you were talking about at the beginning, D, like they start coming together And in L.A. You were saying how, you know, again, coaches got to manage that. Is this the new norm? Like Tom Brady went over the Bucks; They just needed a, a big-time quarterback, obviously. They won. Rams did the same thing with Stafford. Is this like a trend like Aaron Rodgers going to go somewhere next year, Damien like – With the Broncos who win the whole thing, is this what the NFL has become? Or are they going to get back to the roots and build it up from the draft?
1: I think it's still a combination of both things that's going to go on. It just depends on your team. We've seen more teams these last few years take that chance, thinking that they're one quarterback away. Like the Vikings, they thought they were a quarterback away. I don't know why they thought it was Kirk Cousins.
0: Yeah, wrong quarterback.
1: (laughs) But they thought they were a quarterback away and went after Kirk Cousins to pay him all that money. And but haven't lived up to it. So if your team is good and you feel like you're one step away, I see a lot of teams making that risk of saying, okay, we're going to go ahead and give away some draft picks or give away some other players to get that quarterback because we know how important the quarterback is, especially if you don't have one, right? If you have a decent one and your rest of your team is nice, it's like, okay, a lot of those fans that have those type of teams can say it's about the team, but then when you don't have a quarterback, it's all about having that quarterback so I can see both things going on here depending on your situation as well like some teams because of their market or because of their history won't attract that big-time quarterback like Jacksonville for example they would have to build from the ground up they already have Trevor Lawrence so I'm not saying they're going to go after a quarterback but just as far as building up from the ground up they would have to do that because they won't attract that big-time quarterback like a Tampa Bay did or have someone come over like a Kirk Cousins did to Minnesota, or are, are examples like that. So I think it's going to happen both ways.
0: All right, that makes sense. Yeah, the market definitely has something to do with it, and we know that from the NBA and, and past history, LA. So that makes a lot of sense. I hear what D saying; it's got to be from both sides. But yeah, we've seen this over the past couple of years, like building the super team sort of thing. And then I, again, it just puts in my mind like Aaron Rodgers. If he ain't going to go to Green Bay, is he going to go build a super team? And our teams going to? look to do that as much as they can even though again given much harder in the nfl with a huge roster and in the nba only got five guys on the floor
2: all right so here's my point on it i i understand that the market is definitely big right uh but i think the coach matters the head coach matters um you know what i'm saying like tampa bay tampa bay was cool and everything like that like you know we remember their defense from back in the day and all of that. You know, but they were a laughing stock for a little while, right? Until they oh, yeah. got Bruce, until they got Bruce Arians. Then it was like, okay, boom! I want to go to Bruce Arians. Sean Payton, for example, oh, yeah. right? Right, Damien yeah. Sean Payton. Everybody was gravitating towards Sean Payton. And uh, I'm sorry. Rest in peace to the Saints. Uh, because I, don't, <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what y'all about to do, uh, but any, but any, but anywho, like players gravitate towards the coach, towards the GM, the coaching staff, the players. It, it all matters at the end of the day when it comes down to um, not not just the market. You know what I'm saying? Like like they they weigh all of that into it. So. I, I agree with Damien for sure, but I will say that, uh, you know, coaching matters.
0: Yeah, man. That's, a, that's an excellent point. No doubt. Like you said, he was able to manage Sean McVay. That is manage those, you know, personalities or big time players and everything, you know, and have it all come together. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely makes a difference. I totally agree with that. I totally agree. Um, yeah. Kind of wrapping up the Super Bowl stuff over up, up here. Cause we got some more stuff to talk about. Um, I got to give Raheem Moore so much credit. Again, we talked about the defense. And, you know, I feel like maybe he would have got another shot at coaching among some other coaches. Um, I know they went deep. Obviously, the Rams, they won the whole thing. But some of these coaching hires, again, from the Rams, Kevin O'Connell, he's now the coach of what? The the Vikings at, at this moment. I'm just still not understanding some of these head coaching moves because wasn't Sean McVay the brainchild of this whole thing? And now just because, again, he's Sean McVay's assistant, Kevin O'Connell gets a job LA. Again, these things are really freaking me out, and I'm starting to get a lot more angry, to be honest with you, because I'm not understanding these coaching styles. I'm not understanding how it's working from top to bottom. But for Kevin O'Connell to get a job with the Minnesota Vikings and not – you know, wait a little bit or interview other head coaches who have been doing such a great job, whether they're black or white, to be honest with you. I don't know what this whole Sean McVay thing is, but that's another thing. He'll have to prove us right, Kevin O'Connell, I guess.
2: Hey, look, this is the first coaching carousel that I didn't recognize, like, maybe 10 coaches that got hired. Like, I mean, (laughs) from head coaches to, to defensive coordinators to offensive coordinators, I was like, who? Uh, Yeah, uh, what? Um, you know what I'm saying, and 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 I'm sorry if that means that now I'm a casual fan now, but I really, (laughs) you know, I really didn't know who these guys were, okay? Um, but it goes to show that the NFL, just like the NBA, is a copycat league, right? Uh, you know, if somebody is doing successful or doing well, they are definitely gonna pluck from your tree. And 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 that's what it was, right? You know, we seen it with we seen it with what Bill Belichick, we've seen it with Bruce Arians, we've seen it with so many coaches that have so much success, and they think because you come from that breed that you're going to do well. I don't know these guys, and again, this is not knowing indictment on Kevin. Uh what you what is Yeah, oh okay. I thought you said McDonald's. I'm sorry. Um (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking I'm thinking about their fries. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um but but uh it's it's not an indictment on him. Um I hope he does well. Uh but at the same time, like I don't really know this guy. Yeah. So I mean, what 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 are what are what, what is Minnesota fans thinking? I I don't have any friends that are Minnesota fans. Um, few and yeah. far
0: between. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, they're spread. They're spread out. So, uh, so Minnesota fans, check in. I, I don't know what y'all thinking right now.
0: Yeah, right, no doubt. Yeah, tell us what you think about it, sir. Even on our Twitter handles, which we'll give out later, but you can see right now in the screen. Yeah, I, I would like to know how you think because they were interviewing Jim Harbaugh, and he decided to ultimately stay in Michigan. I don't I know.
2: And got an extension. And got an
0: extension, right. All he had to do was beat Ohio State once in 38 years, and he gets a hey, freebie.
2: Hey, <laughs> and look, and look, Ohio State fans are rejoicing. I'm sure they are. I have,
0: I have no doubt.
2: We're raising the roof. <laughs> okay? Raising the roof right now. We
0: all have owned him. Owned him. Just like that. I, I was like, yeah, get the hell out of here. You got your one win. Get out. Get out. Because we're going to get another one for 10 years, man. Shoot. Damn, but uh, I I don't know. D. Yeah, I guess he may have been a better you know choice than a lot of these guys. But, again, we, we keep seeing it, you know, like the Sean LeVay coaching tree, Andy Reid tree, some have been successful. A lot from Bill Belichick, they have not had success. Let's not forget, Mike Rabel was not an assistant head coach. He was a player for him, so he wasn't under his coaching tree. So, like L.A. said, just because you come from a successful organization with a great head coach don't mean you're going to become a great head coach.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of Hollywood, right? Like with Hollywood, a lot of times you'll complain about so many remakes and so Mm. many retools of stories. That's what we're getting right now in NFL. Everybody's like, oh, Sean McVay was successful. And we've seen this before. Sean McVay, when he first got that coaching job, Everybody who had ever shook his hand before (laughs) was getting head coaching jobs in other places. You're like, oh, why is this guy getting a job? Oh, Mm -hmm. he hung out with McVeigh one time at the club he was getting (laughs) drinks. (laughs) And next thing you know, he got a coaching job. So we've seen this before from the McVeigh coaching tree, which I feel like with him being so young, is it really a coaching tree? Is it a bush? <laughs> <laughs> is it, An olive branch? Yeah, is it a vine? Like, what is it that that he has? Uh, so it's tough to say that he has a full coaching tree, but because of that and because everybody wants to try to copy that same success, they're going to do what L.A. was saying, go to mm-hmm. the Belichick tree, the McVeigh tree, yeah. uh, Andy Reid. They're going to go to those trees because those guys have had success. When if you reach out and do something different and zag, when everybody else is zigging, you might find yourself in the Super Bowl because of your creativity, but everybody's scared to be creative because they're like, Oh, if we do something completely different and it doesn't work out, the criticism that we're going to get is going to be, you know, just astronomical. So they're scared about that. Stop being scared, be original, and do
0: something different. Mm. I like it, I dig it. Yeah, man, that's right. Again, hire the man who deserves the job, whoever that may yeah. be, hire the best one for it. But, uh Yeah, closing that out, Bengals, look, it was a great run that they had. Two opposite sides of the spectrum, young team coming along. We'll see if they get back there ever, if Joe Burrow's going to be Dan Marino, get to the Super Bowl in the second year, and then that's it. So you can't guarantee that they're getting back there. Can't guarantee the Rams are getting back there either, but I would say their path is a hell of a lot easier in the NFC, Danny. Not to get into a big conversation about it now, because we're going to jump forward to a couple of things, and I want to get into that NBA trade and talk about and see now all of a sudden both players are magically going to be healthy and able to play, but <laughs> just, um yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just trying to like, you know, put a bow on the whole thing. Uh, LA does yeah, have sure. a better chance to get back there, especially if Rogers leaves the NFC. And again, we don't know what's going on with the saints and a whole bunch of other teams. The NFC West will be tough. See if Trey Lance can play ball, if the Cardinals can get back, if Seattle ever gets back to what they're doing, but you, you look around, you're not scared of a whole bunch of teams out there, not even Dallas.
1: Yeah, no, you're totally correct. AFC is stacked. You think about the Chiefs will be back next year. The Bills will be back next year. But, uh, even Baltimore, like Baltimore had a bunch of injuries this year. They'll be back next year, ready to contend. So that's You know, that's three teams right there that are going to be Super Bowl contenders. Not to mention, there's always going to be a new team that we don't know about yet <laughs> that's going to come up and sure. is going to just throw a whole wrench into the party. So. The AFC is going to be really, really tough. Cincinnati, if they want to get back, has to improve the offensive line, has to improve the offensive line in a major way. Uh, but even with the improvement of the offensive line, it's not guaranteed that they're going to win that division
0: or get back to Super Bowl. It's going to be tough. Yeah. No, it's still – it's good at LA. Yeah, it's still tough division. The,
2: the, the thing is about Cincinnati that really made them contenders is the way that their defense stepped up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like really that – they, they really pieced together that defense, and they performed their asses off. Uh, I agree. I mean, that, that's literally what it boils down to because that defense, we, we didn't think that that defense was going to do anything at all. Um, You know, we knew what the offense was. I mean, as soon as they added, uh, you know, uh, T. Higgins and, and, you know, all their position players that they had, we was like, okay, yeah, the offense is good the offensive line is trash yeah um (laughs) but then like are they gonna stop anybody yeah and they did you know like so that was the thing that really surprised me the most about um about cincinnati uh so if they can repeat that same performance again as far as on the defense and then add to their offensive line man i hate to be in this division
0: Mm. I'm just going to
2: say it right now.
0: Oh, it's a tough division. It really is. Yeah. And especially I expect, I do expect Cleveland to be better next year. Know that about it. You know, a healthy Baker, get things together, start from scratch again. Yeah. You got to give a lot of credit to, um, uh, what's his name? Damn. Oh God. I can't believe I can't, I can't the defensive coordinator's name Lou Anarumo, I think it is for Cincinnati. Yeah, you're right. LA I me mean, totally stepped up. There's no question because if you, if you look again, everything was Bengals offense, Bengals offense. Joe Burrow, T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. They did not score a lot of points during these playoffs at all. The most they put up was 27 against the Chiefs. Otherwise, it was 19, 23, you know, nothing big. So, yeah, credit the hell out of their defense, D. There's no doubt about it. They stepped up big time. You're right. L.A., they wouldn't even have got past the Raiders if it wasn't for their defense in the first round.
1: Yeah. No, you guys make great points about that defense. And it's not – it wasn't that long ago that we were laughing about the Bengals losing to Mike White in the New York <laughs> Jets <laughs> because that defense couldn't stop them. So the mm-hmm. fact that that defense recovered from that to become what they did and get to the Super Bowl, you have to give that defensive coordinator and that staff all the credit in the world for sure.
0: Are we looking back, guys? L.A., you first real quick, um, and then we'll go on to the next topic. Are we looking back? I, look, I, I can't say that Jamar Chase was the wrong draft pick, but obviously they need offensive linemen. I'm good that they got Jamar Chase in, in, that, in this draft because you're not going to find stud-wide receivers like that around the corner but now it's all about the offensive line. Like you said, like they have all their draft picks need to go into offensive line from here on out for the next two or three years.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it's like a no duh kind of question. Like, <laughs> like, like, like pretty much like, it's like, yeah. Uh, um, like, like, it's like, if you, if you weigh 300 pounds, and, and you can pick up a refrigerator, yeah, come, <laughs> come you know, come to Cincinnati, all right? Yep. You know, like, it, it just it just is what it is. Like, I would not be mad at Cincinnati for uh, spending, I, I don't know how many draft picks they got, but uh, their next four on uh, offensive linemen. I mean, I'd yeah. be okay with that. Like, right. it, it, it could be the most boring draft ever for Cincinnati coming up. And you might see that,
3: actually.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and they should, to be honest with you, they shouldn't be going crazy. They already got them players, uh, you know, in in place, you know, going to work on defense. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. But yeah, going to protect your, uh, what you want to be, you know, next 12 to 15 year quarterback with the way that they're playing nowadays. All right. Before more football, let's talk about this trade, man. D, I want you to kick this thing off, man, because you had your show and then you put up the highlight and everything. All right, James Harden goes to Philly. He's unhappy because he wants to be all in and win in Brooklyn, and Kyrie Irving's only playing half the games, and Kevin Durant's hurt half the time. So he's all pissed off. And Ben Simmons flat out refuses to freaking play. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. It's like a bunch of children. Like, I'm going to take my ball and go home. I mean, fucking play basketball. All right, let's go. Get this shit together. Work it out. You guys are adults. You're not like little kids. Figure it out. But nevertheless, D, the trade went down. All right. I do like it from Philly's perspective, even though the game is up a whole lot. But if they're trying to win a championship in the next year or two, I think they did a pretty good job. Brooklyn, on the other hand, they got a lot of assets back, including first-round picks. I don't know how great that'll be. But will Ben Simmons be better for this team than James Harden? I guess because you got two scorers on the floor already in Kyrie and uh, KD. Yeah, I think both teams got better, honestly, from this trade. Because when you think about it, you
1: shouldn't think about Philadelphia giving up Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons wasn't there. He wasn't even playing. <laughs> they gave no up playing. Steph Curry, Andre Drummond, and some picks for James Harden. Ben Simmons mm-hmm. was some dude that you know they knew, but <laughs> you did know. Like he was He was no longer there, so they didn't honestly give up anything in that part of the trade. And to get James Harden, who in a down year is still giving you twenty-two points, ten assists, eight rebounds. To add that with Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris, who Tobias Harris I know can be very inconsistent, but if you're asking mm-hmm. him to be the third guy now, right, right, it makes him a whole lot better. Uh, with the Nets, you have Ben Simmons. What's been the, the biggest thing for the Nets, their biggest problem, is defense. Like mm-hmm. last year, they played no defense until the playoffs came and Miraculously, they just learned how to play defense in the playoffs and became a decent defensive team during those two rounds. This year, they haven't played defense at all. You add Ben Simmons, who's one of the best defenders in the league, probably the most versatile defender in the league, him and Giannis. You add that with Kevin Durant, who's versatile when he's healthy, and the size that they have, along with Kyrie, Ben Simmons is not going to be asked to score. He's not going to be asked to be a scorer, right? Because you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie, two of the greatest scorers of all time, on one team, right? Not just today. They're one—they're two of the best scorers ever that we've ever seen. So when you have those two guys on the same team and you add Ben Simmons, who now all I got to do is dunk. All all I got to do is come down, draw some defense in, and then pass the ball out to Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving or Seth Curry or Joe Harris if Joe Harris comes back. Come on. Like, I think it works for both teams. Now, to your point about how it happened, I think that is something that could come back to bite players later on. So when it comes to like the next collective bargaining agreement and they're looking at this, they're like, how can we stop players from doing this? How can we stop players from saying, I don't get along with the coach. I don't like this city. Uh, they restaurant down the street. Had my stomach hurt and I want to trade. Like, how can <laughs> we stop <laughs> this from happening? I think that's something that's going to come to fruition when the next collective bargaining agreement happens. because This is hard and second time doing this in two years. Yes, right. Yes. In the, the Houston situation, this one he handled a lot more professionally than the Houston situation. Houston, he came in out of shape. He wasn't even really playing in the games. Like, if you watch the games, he just was out there dogging it for Houston. He wasn't giving his full effort. For Brooklyn, he was giving more his full effort. There was a few games that people pointed to where you could say, okay, this is the moment he probably wanted to be traded. Like, there's, there's some games where you're like, okay, I can see Harden's kind of done here. And with Ben Simmons, it's tough to talk about him because – his thing was saying that he was being affected for his mental health, right? And we, yeah. it's not something that we can quantify and point to. We can't say that somebody's mental health is 80%, 90%, hundred percent. We can't really right. say anything you can't measure about it. it, right? You can't measure, you can't it. measure yeah. it. So it's hard to point to a situation and say that he's lying. Now, are there some flags that say that he could be lying? Yes. There's some flags that say he could be lying about it, but we can't say for sure. Now, the thing that, kind of kills me is that why is he not playing now like mm. when he when he got traded he should have been ready to go like just just out the gate just yeah. ready to run into the, into the list ready to run and ready to play so I didn't get why he's not playing now and they're saying that he's hopeful to play against Philly on March 10th what hopeful if you're healthy <laughs> like your are the question shouldn't be it should be definitive yes I'm healthy I'm playing against Philly It shouldn't be, oh, they might boo me when I get there. Yes. (laughs) Like, no, you're you're getting millions of dollars to deal with this. Like, you deal with the things that come off the court because you get paid millions of dollars to play on the court. And that's something I think that is going to affect players going forward because owners are no longer going to want to deal with it. That's something that's down the line. But as far as the trade, I think both teams are going to be better and it's going to make the East a whole lot harder because you still got Miami, Chicago, Milwaukee like the east is very very deep this year Cleveland Cleveland is playing very very well Kevin Love came out there just shooting fire last night um but they just now they're balling man and they and you have six teams right there we just mentioned that are going to be hustling right there in that that first round so one of those teams that I mentioned is going to be out in the first round go out of those teams so you think about the eastern conference and how deep it is this year Having the Nets and Philly get better is—it's oh, going to be crazy on playoff time. I can't wait for it.
0: As a Knicks fan, I can attest to how much better the East is this year. We're not going to be no damn poor. Let's play that right now. But yeah, I'll tell you what—I'm Ben Simmons. He, he shouldn't go to Philadelphia because he may never leave this time. And that, that, they may trap him in that damn freaking stadium and they may just beat him down and be like, yo, man, yeah, I wouldn't go back if I were him either, to be honest. The ball
1: going to be crazy. It's going to be like when LeBron went back to Cleveland, yeah. honestly, like it's going to be that bad as far as the, the ball
0: and whatnot. It's going to every, every time he touches the ball. And I, I like to see what that does for his psyche, mental health right there. I think getting out of Philadelphia will help his mental health altogether. But there's a common um, denominator in this whole thing, L.A., and that's Daryl Morey. He must love James Harden and must think that he can get more out of him than anybody else in the world can because he peace out of Houston like these said now with Brooklyn like it seems like all oh, within like three or four weeks this happened he thinks he can get the best out of him so what do you think about this whole trade
2: I think first of all that Brooklyn was stupid in the first place for putting this big three together all right you got three of the most immature players in the NBA. The the three most childish people in the NBA together and thought it would work.
0: Talked about Twitter trolls, man. Ke-
2: Kevin Dur- Kevin Durant has a burner account. Okay,
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Uh, Kyrie thinks the Earth is still flat, yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and James Harden shows up in a fat suit and then gets fit the next day. Come <laughs> come on! You thought it would work. You did. You really did.
3: Oh man,
2: like 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 come come on, Brooklyn. Um, but no, nah, this trade makes sense for, for both teams, as Damien said. Uh the thing is that Damien that Damien said that I uh that I agree with the most is that Ben Simmons is gonna pass. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like that's the biggest thing. Like KD and uh Kyrie is elated because they're like, yo, he's not gonna take the shot right right i get, I, I get to um, and then and then he's going he's going to play defense you know what i'm saying like you can't deny the fact that ben simmons can rebound and he can defend his butt off at an elite level you know i, I get i get all the uh, jokes you know about um you know his offense and stuff like that and that's 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 well and okay we can laugh at that but at an elite level this man can defend and rebound his butt off so, uh, that makes Brooklyn automatically scary right there. Uh, for Philly, Philly gets that much needed score along MB mm-hmm. that they've been wishing for the whole entire time. I mean, that is that is tremendous, okay? Uh, like, like how Damian said, like, in in you know, in a down season, Harden is you know, averaging tw- dog in a down season, you averaging 22?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, really. like that's rid-
2: <laughs> like that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And I see Embiid like punish my Cavaliers the other night by himself. Like he threw up, a, he threw up a forty burger. Uh, actually, it it was a triple double, wasn't it? It was a yeah. He had
0: triple double. double.
2: Yep. Yeah, I was like. This dude is ridiculous, yeah, man. you know. Um, so now you adding a, a, a another scorer with them. Man, like like Damian said, the East is scary. Like he, he like he named off. He said Philly. He said Brooklyn. He said Chicago. Uh, Toronto is playing crazy. They are playing. My, Miami is playing crazy. You still got Milwaukee <laughs> in that. You still got. <laughs> mil- you know what I'm saying? Like Milwaukee, the Cavs playing good. Uh, look. I mean dog the east is the east is stacked.
0: It is stacked. This, There's no this, doubt.
2: This is the first season that I think that like, like I was looking at it and I was like, yo, is the East actually better than the West this season? Oh mm-hmm. yeah,
3: it is. Like, like maybe
2: like deep wise, like they got deep, deep, deep teams. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like maybe not the top, because of course the Suns is playing great. Of course the Warriors is playing great. But then but then after that, everybody You know, they're kind of shuffling a little bit, you know. But the East is deep.
0: Yeah, man. No doubt. Chicago, Miami. I mean, yeah, teams you got to worry about before even thinking about Philly and Brooklyn. And, yeah, to Ben Simmons, yeah. Look, he all he needs to do is pass, and he's a really good passer. Mm -hmm. Defend. He's a really good defender. And you know what? The way that Brooklyn plays, and you have to account for Kyrie when he is playing and KD, the the lane is going to be clear. So, like you said, D, he can get a hell of a lot of dunks in, in on, on this team. He can go right at the middle.
2: Hey, the yeah. one thing the one thing y'all not saying either is a lot of these cities are are uh, uplifting their their mask mandates and stuff like that now, though.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So you know, there, it's the Kyrie effect, y'all. It, is. <laughs> it really
1: is. We could see Kyrie soon. I know New York did the mask, but not the uh, vaccine mandate yet. So we're mm-hmm. still waiting on that one to drop before Kyrie can play. I saw something crazy because Kyrie can't play in Toronto either. So mm-hmm. I saw something crazy where like he's not going to be eligible for only like nine of the last twenty games, something crazy like that. Because they have a lot of home games down the stretch. Uh, look, so it's, look, look,
2: Canada, Canada yeah. ain't playing that, right? No, we we all know that Canada Canada is a smart country. All right,
3: look, <laughs> yeah.
2: Canada is not playing none of that. They no. sit there. They sit their entire NBA team down to America it said y'all play down there for an entire season <laughs> because, because we not messing with you up here all right <laughs> like so
3: Smart. <laughs>
1: people, right? like if forget Toronto was the Tampa Bay Raptors for a little
0: bit like <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> sure. exactly. Hey, but yeah I think uh, look I definitely think for this year and next year this looks really good for Philly um I'm not saying of course I'm not saying they're Shaq and Kobe but we can see Embiid and Harden do some type things like that I mean again two prolific scores at their positions um Embiid a different type of player obviously than Shaq but Damn! Can't wait to see what goes on over there. So yeah, now that the NFL is done, NBA is getting even. Ooh, getting hot in here. It really is getting real hot now. So yeah, it, it is time, baby. It is time. Uh, you know what else is time for? She's not here right now, but of course, in her honor, we will do this. this is my Let's go now. I think it's very this is where we right. dance, LA. We'll Get All right. ready. That's right. on top. It's
3: it's here we go. It's Around,
0: that's right. On time, it's tricky. It's tricky, 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 tricky. It's tricky to rock around On right, time, is tricky. <laughs> <laughs> started, oh, there's nothing fun as chair dancing in the entire world. All right, you can't see how the feet move. That's the thing. You can't see the moonwalk going on underneath. But we're happy, chair- <laughs> baby. We're happy over here because we have knowledge with Nikki in our honor. Damien and I will be asking the questions this week. All right. We have uh four for each other, but the addition of LA in the house, he is gonna be in on it on both sides. So when I ask the questions, just like when me and D both get a shot, when Nikki asks, same thing gonna, gonna happen with LA and, and uh and Damien. Same thing when Damien asks the questions, it's gonna be me and LA. So y'all ready to go, uh D, I think you go first this week. So I think I'll start the questions if you're ready. So let uh, Alex Trebek come back from the dead. Play that Jeopardy music in the background. And let's get this bad boy going. So first, D, you will go first on question number one, and L.A., you go second. Whether if he gets it, if he gets it right, you got no shot. If he gets it wrong, you're in. Here we go. Ready, Damien, There are bonus points in this one, but first, who is the first wild card team to win a Super Bowl? Wow. Uh, first wild card team to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm.
1: No cheating, no Googling. <laughs> <Except laughs> Never that. Yep. Uh, first you wild card team too. to win a Super Bowl.
0: I feel like it happened before them, but they keep out of my mind. So I'm going to go with the Giants. The Giants are not the answer. Okay. L.A., you want to give it a shot? First wild uh, card team. To
2: I want to say Pittsburgh.
0: I Know you want to say it, but that ain't the right answer. It's the Raiders. The Raiders actually did it against the mm. Eagles when they beat them in the Super Bowl in '80. They're going back a little bit, okay. but they were the first wild card team. So, dang, 19- I was
2: still swimming around in the ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yo, yeah, you know, Nikki asking us questions from like 1637. Oh, man. All, all right, there, right. Man. all right, here we go. LA, you go first on this one. Who nice. performed? Who performed the halftime show in Super Bowl 36? That was the year 2002. Who performed the halftime show in 2002?
2: Oh, my goodness. Mm, uh, there's a lot of them. Dang, I don't even. Uh,
0: Nikki, don't yeah. make it easy.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. Um, I'm trying to think who was old back then
1: because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was all it'd be a bunch of old groups. That's true, yeah.
2: Like, so you uh,
0: you're the right place. I
2: don't know, man. Uh, dang, uh, uh, Celine Dion, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she better not perform no damn halftime show. everybody gonna be sitting there <laughs> sleeping. <Deep laughs> <what she got. laughs> uh, was that the who? No, but, wow, I like where your head was at. That time it was U2. 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 I like where you guys are going. Like, oh, yeah. oh old school groups. Yeah, that was the yeah. U2 one. I was trying to go 2002. Yeah. U2. Uh, <laughs> okay. I try no, a little bit. A I try one. a little bit. All right, D, usually good at these type of questions. How much does a Lombardi trophy weigh? Oh, wow. Uh, Think about so Tom Brady freaking tossing that damn thing. That's why I was just about to bring it up. <laughs> but judging
1: from the Tom Brady toss over the water. It can't be crazy heavy. So I'ma go with
0: 15 pounds. 15 pounds Lombardi trophy LA, what you got?
2: Let's see. I'ma go about I'ma go about
0: 35. Damn you. Oof, thank God ain't mm-hmm. no 30. It's actually only seven pounds. I oh, thought it'd be man. heavy. I'm with you guys. I thought that thing was heavier. When I saw seven pounds, I'm like, what? Really? Because it looked like when he threw that thing, it was going to, like a bowling pin, it was going to knock people over all through the boat. But, yeah, it's only and seven it, pounds. It makes sense what is it?
1: it? It was able, is, to, able to catch it so easily now. What is it made pounds. of?
2: Alum, aluminum? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Tin foil, man?
2: Like, like it's aluminum foil wrapped around a stone. <laughs> that is crazy. Seven I pounds? Know. Wow. I, yeah.
0: Honestly, when I saw it, I was like, what? I'm like, because I thought I was thinking, like, it's probably 12 pounds, you know, at least. But yeah. Seven? Okay. Wow. All right, question four. Question. Nikki four. would be proud
1: of that question, right?
0: There. I, she would be, I know. I know. <laughs> she better when when she's done with whatever, she will listen back to the show. She'll be like, all right, Jay did me proud over there. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh LA, you're you're first in this one. Where where was the coldest Super Bowl ever played? So it doesn't just to give you a clue, it's not a clue, doesn't mean it had to be played outdoors. It doesn't mean that it had to be. It just oh. means all right. I mean, I'm not saying it's a dome team. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying it could have been played anywhere, any stadium, anything. So the coldest Super Bowl ever played was in what city? And then if you get the stadium, even better.
3: Mm. I'm
2: thinking about. I'm thinking about Buffalo.
0: They ever have a Super Bowl in Buffalo? I wonder if they did. It ain't Buffalo. Not Buffalo.
1: Mm. D, what you got? I know. A few years ago, I had a uh, few friends of mine go to that Minnesota Super
0: Bowl. Well, was, was it that one? It's not that one. This one. That was the
2: second. That was the second one. I was thinking, like, I was like yeah. Buffalo or Minnesota, but then yeah. I, I, might, I might throw in New England too.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing we got to think about where Super Bowls are played, and one was yeah. played New Orleans, believe it or not, and it was twenty four degrees. one oh. Wait, wow.
3: y-
2: wait, Damien, Damien, you. That's your people. Uh,
0: I They don't usually get that cold. Yeah, that's yeah, like, it. Like, like,
2: like, it got 24 degrees. Hey, what date was that, Jason? Pull it up right now. I need you the Wikipedia that right now. 1972. All right. Oh. So, yeah. So, that's what,
0: that's yeah. what I was saying before my time.
1: Like I said, the, the ones I was there for, it wasn't that cold. Like, uh, 2001, it definitely wasn't cold like that. Because I remember being out for the NFL experience and everything uh, during that year. It was pretty warm.
3: Look, yeah. 1972.
2: There
0: was Brontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> <My> Brontosaurus, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I mean like fossils back then. <laughs> look, yeah, I mean, come
2: on, man, that was the Ice Age. All right,
0: <laughs> you know? I do, I do it right for Nikki. <laughs> I do it right for Nikki, but I, I, I got extra ones after this. But uh, I, I know d has got his shot, but I got some extra ones where I just put a little bit of my flavor into it, not so Nikki crazy like questions. But I had to do. The honor for Nicky like there and make it almost impossible even though D seems to kick my ass every single week in this thing you know? every week man he beats me I win like once every two or three months if I'm lucky I I swear
2: oh oh I listen I listen I know <laughs> like, I know, like,
3: I know. I know.
2: <laughs> Damien always gets like close and she's like well I'll give it to Damien yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Love you, Nikki. Right. Love right. you, Nikki. All right. Thank you, LA. Thank. You. I'm so glad you said that. Now I don't ever have to ever have to say it. I love it. Ah, I Like, give it a, he's like, like 50 off. The, the the refs the refs
2: are playing. The refs going going this game, huh? <laughs> i was
3: saying, man. Oh
0: I I love that you said that. I love that you just said that right there. That is perfect. Oh my god. That was great. Oh, so, yeah, D, I'll give it to you. Not 1972. 1145. You were close enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll give it to you. oh my god. Just proves how much she hates my guts. <laughs> <laughs> Too many Eli jokes, bro. Too many. <laughs> Eli yeah, <jokes>. I know. <laughs>
1: That's where oh, it on you. All right. So uh, I guess yeah. I'll do mine and then we'll go to your extra ones, Jay. All right. Sound good. All right, So for my first question, this is both of you guys. It's a it's a team question.
0: Oh, OK. All right. LA. Hey, look, we were the team back in the day, bro. So, you know, we got
1: this. <laughs> All right. So let's see if you guys can do it. There were eight receivers who had over twelve hundred yards receiving this season. Can you guys name the eight receivers?
0: All right. So we got Cup. And we got Jamar Chase. Okay, that's two. We got Debo. That is three. All right, let's make sure we don't fuck this up. Um, We're not saying it, but what do you think? Justin Jefferson, LA? I think he had more than that. Oh, you know what else? uh, Devontae Adams must have. We got to put him in there, right? Yeah, that's four.
2: Yeah, yeah, you got to put Devontae in there. Um, I'm trying to think... uh...
0: We got Cup Chase Debo Adams is eight of them. Um and just to give you another clue, it was eight pass catchers. Those have to be receivers. Ah, uh, okay.
2: Uh oh, so uh think running back, think think running back. Um
0: twelve hundred yards for a running back. Yeah. So you guys
1: so far you got Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, and Debo Samuel.
0: All right, let's think. Did Stefan Diggs get there? Did Justin Jefferson get there this year? I think Jefferson did, but I don't want to blow it yet. Um, trying to think of some other sure, sure. Stefan Diggs. I'm, I didn't. I, I want LA to agree with me because I don't want him to <laughs> get dead. Nah,
2: man. I mean, like you coming up with names better than I am because, like I said, I'm not prepared for none of this right
0: now. <laughs> I'm like, thinking, what about like Travis Kelsey? Pass catches, maybe that would have been where he was going. Ah, uh,
2: maybe tight end wise. Yep. Oh, mm. you want to do Kelsey? Mm. Uh, was he injured this season at all? I don't think so.
0: Uh, Jefferson digs or Kelsey? Which one you most confident with? I got some more in my head.
2: I'm more confident with Kelsey, I guess. Out of that group, you want
0: uh, we're gonna put Kelsey in there. Eh.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> of course,
1: he still, still
0: can go. Though go.
2: I had I I had to be that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's
0: all good. We a team. But what, what about Justin Jefferson?
1: Yes, Justin Jefferson. Oh. He was second this year
0: with 1616 yards. Yeah. Okay. So Jefferson. Um, so it's one, two, three, four, five. Then um, I would say.
2: I want to say Diggs too. I'm like, with Diggs. Like because. Yeah. Yeah, Diggs
1: is, Diggs is one. Diggs yeah. was he was number eight with twelve twenty
0: five.
2: Okay, so Diggs is D- Diggs is another one.
0: Yep. So we got uh, two more. We got two more. Yep. Let's two make more. him smart. Let's nail him. Let's get him. Um,
1: uh, yeah, two more. It's like it's like Family Feud. You got two more wrong answers. You can get.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, A.J. Brown didn't play long enough, so it ain't him. He was hurt too much.
2: Robert Woods was too.
0: Nope. How many games, him,
2: how many games did he? Yeah, he, he was, was only
0: in for like a, eight eight games.
2: Okay. Um, we know it ain't nobody in Seattle. You know, you know who
0: we may be overlooking, Keenan Allen. Oh, I didn't think about the Chargers. Um, maybe overlooking him. Um, Brand—no way, Brandon, no Brandon Cooks—that got that many odds this year.
2: No, nah, we know it ain't nobody in Chicago. We know it ain't nobody in the no Browns.
0: I don't think anybody uh, in Dallas did it. Nobody in the whole damn NFC East, I don't think. Um all right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come up with a couple of answers here because we going not have to get on to the next question. Uh
2: uh just say um
0: Who else did we say that we thought we were pretty sure of? Because he again with the pass catcher thing, I'm trying to I don't know if any running back had over twelve hundred yards receiving this, this year, but then tight end, I thought Kelsey would have been the oh, Maybe Mark Andrews. But think Mark Andrews had that many yards? No?
2: Yeah. yeah, let's put up Mark Andrews now. I mean, yeah, we got
1: Mark, we... Mark Andrews is one. All right. Okay. Baby.
0: Good, answer, All good right. answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good <laughs> answer. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. All right, we got one more. We got, we more got one shot. more shot. Um you gotta get it, man. One more. Come on. It's it's probably like such an obvious person, and we're just not we're not so, so far, you guys named Cup, Jefferson, Adams, Chase,
1: Samuel, Andrews, and Diggs. So one more.
2: It gotta be. It gotta be somebody on the Chargers, right?
0: I I think Keenan, If if it's anybody, it's Keenan Allen. I would think, but that pass catcher thing that he said is pissing. Oh, Mark Andrews. I, you want to go with Keenan Allen, and then were you the right or wrong, or you want to? Yeah. yeah. At- <laughs> nah, um,
1: uh, no, <laughs> was the last one. <laughs> so you, get, you guys are down to one more, one left.
0: You no, that's one, the- more sh- one more shot, one more shot, one more shot. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Um, I,
2: nobody on the Chargers had that.
0: What about Tyreek Hill? Do you think that he got that many?
2: Uh, didn't he miss a couple of? He,
0: he like- did miss some, but he's a beast. Um, then they started double covering him for a while. Maybe not. Uh, shoot. Nobody on Seattle this year.
2: Yeah, no no Seattle.
0: DeAndre um, Hopkins was too hurt, I think, to get that many yards. Uh what about Mike Evans? Hmm.
2: Effort. You wanna F do F it? Effort.
1: it. Eh, Mike eh. Evans is not correct. You should have <laughs> your first mind, man. It was Tyreek Hill.
0: Oh, wow! <laughs> Oh shoot! Wow, damn, damn. Yeah, so we in close, order, man.
1: yeah, in <sighs> order. This year, we all know Cooper Cup was first. Uh, second was Justin Jefferson. Third, Devonte Adams. Four, Jamar Chase. Five, Debo Samuel. Six was Mark Andrews. Seven, Tyreek Hill. Eight was Stefan Diggs. Uh, Travis Kelsey wasn't too far away. He had over 1100 this year.
0: All right, all right. Yeah, we were close. All right, we did good. That's a great question, D. I love it. That's a great no, question, I, right there.
2: That was a that was a very terrible question. Okay, <laughs> uh, because like I said, I was not ready. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't ready. That's the <laughs> point of knowledge
0: We're never supposed to be ready. We just yeah. You never, never gonna it. be
1: ready for these questions at all. No, never. <laughs> all right, no, I, so. I
2: listened to it, but I just never felt the pressure. Okay. Oh yeah, you see now you know what's up. Now you know. <laughs> All right. So
1: all right. So the next one is going to be multiple choice. Uh, Jay, you get the first crack at it. Okay. Okay. All right. So Tom Brady led the league in passing yards this year with five thousand three hundred and sixteen. Who was second in passing yards this year? Was it Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert?
0: It's between two for me, but I think it was Matthew Stafford.
1: At incorrect. It was not Matthew Stafford. Now what I know was who your guests, LA. Now I know. Who it was. Damn.
2: I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert.
1: Justin Herbert is correct. He nope. was- oh yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, baby. One for LA boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was second this year with 5014. Boy- all right, all right.
2: That, that boy was on
3: fire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah oh, man, I should have went with this. It was one of them. I knew All right, cool. All right. Good one. Good one. Way to go, L.A. All
1: right. All so right. this one is another team one. OK, let's do it. Right. There were six quarterbacks who got it sacked at least 40 times this year. Can you guys name those six quarterbacks?
2: <laughs> we All already right. know you we already you know, know number 1. Yeah, we you know number yeah. 1. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> yes.
1: That is correct. Absolutely. Joe Burrow is definitely
0: number 1. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: for sure. All right. All right, let's think before we start. Right, so we got we got 1.
2: Let's see um you think Trevor Lawrence is another one?
0: Trevor Lawrence was on my mind. So was Baker. He was Baker gets sacked a lot this year. He got sacked. The uh,
2: I mean, shit. He his his shoulder was dislocated, yeah, yeah. And, lodged, and lodged out of place. So he yeah. got to be on the he got to be on the list somewhere. I, I would uh, think
0: so. But I like. I, I was thinking Lawrence too. Um
2: But uh, I but but I don't I don't know what what was the number again? How many?
0: Forty. Forty. I don't
2: think. Did I watch him
0: get yes, that 40 times? <laughs> I'm gonna think some because they have a decent offense, not decent, they have a very good offensive line, so maybe not, but then him running around with the ball like that. Um who got who else got sacked a lot this year? I mean, I should know this. Come on. Um uh,
2: let's see. Let's see. Uh Big Ben.
0: Big Ben. Gotta be in LA, right?
2: Big Ben. Uh I don't think so because he he used to he he passed out the ball quick though like he has a quick release. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think about the games. Think about the games that the best pass rushers like had their best game at. And I gotta go with Trevor Lawrence. Like I gotta, I I, I think Trevor Lawrence is definitely. So let's
0: put him in there, Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence did not get
1: sacked forty times this year.
0: Okay. What? All right, all right. Man. Yeah, to get the ball. Out. Yeah, rookie. You kind of thinking? I know, I know. I'm with you on that. I hear
2: man. you. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Um,
0: I think Baker's got to be in there, man. I think so.
2: You can put Baker in there, though. I'm cool with that.
0: That's
1: correct. Baker right. Mayfield got sacked 43 times this year. Yeah. Oh, so
2: he so he barely he barely made barely it.
0: made it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. All
0: right. I still got Big Ben on my mind, but um, all right, let's go through some others. All right, not, no, Russell Wilson, not Russell Wilson, not Jimmy Garoppolo. Matthew Stafford, I think, got sacked a decent amount of times this year, but we can hold on to that. For, and you know how many times they passed the ball. We got to think about teams hmm. passing the ball a lot too. Um, Kyler Murray was hurt for a while. What do you think
2: about Josh Allen?
0: It's so hard to bring him down. I can't imagine him going down forty times behind the line of scrimmage.
3: Hmm.
0: Even though he keeps the ball a lot, I hear what you're saying. What saying. do you? Oh, what do you think about Lamar? I thought about Lamar, and then I thought about how much was he hurt. But I like that answer, Lamar. He was definitely on my mind too. Let's save him for a minute. Hold on. Let's save him for a minute because I definitely, I think Lamar might be in there. But then again, I'm wondering, like, but the games that he missed, if. All right, Aaron Rodgers definitely not. Dak Prescott, I don't think we so. have to have four more to get. Daniel in Jones. Days. What about Daniel Jones, LA for, for the Giants? Yeah. Then he might. He missed some games too, though. But he
2: did. He did. But he was definitely a punching bag. Yeah. Um, dang, but how many games did he miss? He missed like what three, three or maybe,
0: four? Maybe. But that don't mean his ass didn't get sacked a whole bunch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, shoot, let, let, let's put it up there for the sake.
0: All right. Daniel Jones is going to be one of our answers. Eh, oh,
1: not Daniel Jones.
0: <laughs>
1: really? Wow. Yes, you guys have one life left four more to get. We got Lamar,
0: Stafford, Big Ben. Um I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Lamar.
0: You wanna put Lamar in there? You wanna take a chance?
2: Yeah, because like it was just so shaky for him like this year. Um,
0: 40 times, I know that. I mean, dang, he got sacked more than 40 times this year. He had to have. Certain all right, all
2: right, all right let's let, let's put in Big Ben then for our last life.
0: Big Ben Big or ben. Stafford? Which one? Big Ben. All right, let's we'll go Big Ben then. Eh. Big Ben didn't get sacked 40 times this year. Right, so, he was must have.
1: So, Big Ben was pretty close. He was 38. So, it wasn't a bad guess. Uh Lamar Jackson was also 38. He only played 12 games though. So, if you had mm. played 17, oh, yeah. yeah. he might broke the record. <laughs> yeah. He got sacked 40 times for sure. So, it wasn't that wasn't bad thinking at all. Uh so the six quarterbacks who got sacked more than 40 times, Joe Burrow, 51, we all know.
0: Ryan Tannehill 47 times this year. Oh my God.
2: Why didn't we think about yeah, him? Yeah. Should have
0: thought of that. That's, that's, he's a statue back then, man. Damn. That was stupid.
2: <laughs> Nobody thinks <laughs> about Miami. Come on now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Nobody it. thinks about Tennessee either because that's where he's playing now. <laughs> <laughs> that too. And, uh,
1: <laughs> uh, at number three was Zach Wilson, 44 times. Thought about him. Uh, at number, <laughs> yeah. At number four was Baker Mayfield, 43. And then at five and six was Derek Carr and Matt Ryan tied at 40.
0: Mm. All right. Derek Carr crossed my mind, but Matt, Matt Ryan didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, we got it. Didn't think yeah. of those statues back there, man. The ones who, like, never right. freaking move. Damn. Good yeah, question. Nobody,
2: nobody thought about Atlanta either.
0: Nope. Yes. I, I didn't, didn't even cross my mind. Didn't even cross <laughs> not my gonna mind. Of, Damn. Not
3: gonna
2: wow. I mean, did they, even play, did they even play this year? I don't. <laughs> 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 like.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Dallas' biggest win of the year, 43-6. to six. that That's what everybody remembers about the uh, freaking Falcons this year. That's about it. We all thought Dallas was good. Damn, good job, D. Shoot. Did you have another one? Yeah, I got one more for you guys. All
1: right. So this one is multiple choice. L.A. gets the first uh, shot at this one.
2: All right. All right.
1: So Joe Burrow led the league in completion percentage this year at 70.2 – or 70.4, excuse me. So who was second in completion percentage this year – your choices are Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, or Jimmy G?
0: I think I know this. It's the person I was throwing up it was in there, which means I'm probably wrong. But LA's first. <laughs> All right, uh, right. I'm going
2: to throw in Jimmy i I'm, I'm going to say Jimmy G.
1: Jimmy G. That's incorrect, but Jimmy G. was pretty high this year at sixty eight point three.
2: Okay, yeah, I know, I know he throws like a lot of safe passes, so
0: yeah, that's not the reason. The reason I'm going to say this, guys, because I remember his completion percentage was so high in the beginning of the year. I'm not sure how much it dropped off, but Kyler Murray. That's correct. Yes, Kyler Murray was second this year at sixty nine point two. Right behind Joe Burrow. Sixty nine point. Yeah, he was killing it B- I think he had like a seventy-five per- completion percentage, like first like eight, nine games. So that was the only uh, reason why oh, I guess it popped in. Uh, right? Uh,
2: what a- whatever, you lame. Like.
0: Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we had the tie right there. I guess we had the tie. Yeah. That's yep. All <laughs> right. All right. Let me see if I got a few more for you guys. So let me see. Here we go. Here we go. Um all right, you should know. Well, I'm not gonna say should, but I think that you guys can get this and you can do it together. This is, the team combination. Which teams, which teams, and I'll say there are two have won the most Super Bowls.
1: Which teams have won the most Super Bowls? So you'd have to go Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh is
3: one.
2: Yeah it gotta be Pittsburgh and then
0: uh oh,
1: it gotta be New England right Pittsburgh
0: New England. You got it man Bam, there it is. New England <laughs> Pittsburgh there you go. I'm like what are they doing? Yeah. What are they
2: doing? Look, I'm just along I'm just along for the ride. You know.
0: <laughs> well, you're along for the ride on this one because I got another combo question for you guys. What current teams current teams have never made it to the Super Bowl? Oh that's, never made it to Super
2: never, Bowl. Never oh, never made never it. Never made um, it.
0: The, And the I'll Browns. tell you right now there's
2: four the Brown the Browns. Yeah, <laughs> that's one. That's, that's no that's number fucking. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. okay. Sorry. We, do that. we that, do that. That's number that's number one. Um
0: they in there. Yeah, you got the Texans. Uh, Texans is in, in there too. Yup.
2: Yeah. Um has, two more. Damien, Has the has the Jaguars made it?
0: They have not. Jaguars have not made a Super Bowl. That's also hey, here we go. I knew you guys are oh. gonna be able to get this one more.
2: Okay, see, I'm not alone for the ride this time.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no you're in the game, man. Hey,
1: um, let's see. one more who has not made it to Super Bowl.
2: Not made it, not right. made it. Um let's see. Oh,
1: we were just picking on them earlier. I know who it is. Detroit Lions, they haven't made it to Super Bowl. That's it, baby. You got it. You got it.
2: <laughs>
0: there it is.
2: There it is.
0: There it, Ooh, there, it it. <laughs> yeah. there it is. There it is. There it is. it's great. Um, uh, let me see. If, if I had any other quick ones for you guys, because this is fun. I love it. I love it. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. That's not too easy, but not hard either. Ah, uh, you guys know that. Um Okay, here's a really ridiculous – no, that's too ridiculous. I'm not even going to ask you that stupid question. That's what you talking about. <laughs> All right, do you guys know who, ru- who rushed for the most yards in the Super Bowl? Who rushed for the most yards in the Super Bowl? Who had the most rushing yards in the Super Bowl? Is that still Marcus Allen? Good guess. I think he's second, but not Marcus Allen. Oh. You're going to have to go back – your. The- it's not back-back, but this is one – I'll give you this. It's not a running back that comes up all the time. I'll tell you that. But he is very well known for this.
1: Mm. Oh, so he had his shot in the Super Bowl is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> uh.
0: mm. You might be like, what? When I say it, but it might ring a bell. Um, Roger Craig. Roger Craig is not the answer, even though I like that answer. Any 49 I guess I'm I'm it. It's think a tough one. It's, LA. it's a tough one. Got to think about to them blowouts.
2: I'm, I'm trying to think because I know Seattle didn't give Marshawn the ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to think. of am like, uh, dang. Um, wow. That is a great question. Yeah.
0: It's a hard question. It's hard. Again, he ain't no household name, but I will say this: he was the running back for the first black quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. Same game.
1: Oh, uh, what's dude's name? Is it John John
0: Riggins? What's his name? It's not John oh, no. Riggins. I mean, he was he was there running no, no. back for a long. He, he... No, Damien, oh,
2: okay. Damien. Since you got the black quarterbacks name in your head, who's the black quarterback?
1: Uh, there's something about Florida, Washington. That's uh, dang, why am I forgetting his name now? Coach that Grambling State and everything. I can't remember his name, <laughs> like, I know his, whole, know his whole resume, but I can't remember his name right now. Oh, man. <laughs> uh,
0: dang, what's his name? My boy used to play with Tampa and he
1: got Yeah, I, like everything. I can say, I can picture in my head because I saw him all the time at the Bayou Classic co- coaching Grambling State against Southern and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember his name. Ella, right you now. got it, or you,
0: you, it's on the tip of your tongue.
2: <laughs> no, I'm trying to think about the running back. Like, I'm like. Ah, all
0: right.
1: Well, like D, the gonna... quarterback
0: was quarterback was Doug Williams. Doug Williams. Yes, thank you. I, I don't
1: know why. Like, his whole resume was in my head. But I, yep. couldn't, I
0: couldn't get his name. Core up Denver. They were up 10-0 in that game. And then he came back in the second quarter through four touchdown passes. But somebody rushed for 204 yards in that game. And his name is, I'm about to tell you because he ain't going to get it. If yeah. you don't know it, you don't know it. Timmy Smith, he was the Timmy one who had that 204-yard rushing game. Doug Williams, wow. he's like, all right, we're up by 40 points. Here you go. Just keep taking the ball and run, <laughs> run, run, run. And wow. he ran his wow. ass off, man. Yep. That's, so that's uh idea. that's a thing. Yep. That's one of keeping our memory banks, you know, because not everybody knows that one. Timmy Smith, yeah. tough one right there. All right, all right. So LA, you got in there, man. You definitely got some right, baby. We Damien, yeah. great questions, bro. I like that team up action. Thank you, sir. Thank you.
2: Hey, by the way, I hate this. I hate this game. So I feel every week I apologize to you, Nikki, but I
0: I just think Nikki asked these questions that i have never even heard of things like this before. Like it's she yeah. boy, she boggles my mind. Like I want to cheat. I will never cheat, but I want to. I want to just like get my phone like and be like, you learn right, some stuff that, that you would have never
1: thought of before. Like I'm for from now on, I'm gonna know that there was like 30,000 different Apple types. Like... Right. I, <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs>
2: No, that, Chris, that, that 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 Christmas episode was epic. Um, oh
0: yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, she is <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. And then
2: and, then her, loves- mom, and, then, and then her mom just knows everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how many people are googling out there while the questions are being asked, and then they pop up, and uh, you know, D will like take a look. They're like, oh yeah, okay, four. You know, something like <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm like gonna try. I gotta hide the comments next time, yeah, you know, or I gotta listen to them more. One or the other. But, yeah, Nikki, she's crazy with that stuff. She is crazy. But, yeah, we learned a whole lot of crap. Damn. Oh, man. So this year's halftime show kicked ass. It was great. And that's what brought about D saying, you know what? Let's rank our top four halftime shows. So I'm ready to get this bad boy going. How about you? Yes, sir. And this is the return
1: of a second we haven't had in a while called Mount That's right. where it's it's our spin on Mount Rushmore. And this week we're doing our Mount Rushmore of halftime performances.
0: Yes, we are, baby. Yes, we are. Pl- now play player back in the house. It's been a while, but we're bringing it back over here. So, yep, halftime shows, Super Bowl number four. Here we go. I'll start it off, guys. Prince, Purple Rain Ooh, in the 24. Rain. Okay. Fre- yep, that's my note because I got some really good ones. 2007. Uh, shit, was that the Giants Super Bowl? Yep, I think it was Giants and um, and Patriots that year. No, no, I'm sorry, that was the year that it was in New York. It was the 2006 season, but they played the game in 2007. So it was outside. It was raining in Miami. I don't know why I said New York. The game was in Miami and purple rain. And he's going crazy doing his thing. It was freaking great, man. Loved every second of it. So that's my number four, Dean. Yeah, no,
1: that's a a classic performance right there. Great. Wait, that call. that's
2: your wait, that's your number four.
1: Oh, I, I got I got three beautiful ones coming up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, he's he's coming out with a banger. He's already coming out with the hot takes. <laughs> mm-hmm. number four. <laughs> All right. So for my number four, I wouldn't want that lobby <laughs> and I'm not a huge fan of her music, but I thought her performance was epic. Like the way she set up the stage, the dance and everything was crazy. Lady Gaga, the year she did it, I thought was really good. Like you, like I said, I'm you can't probably came in if you put a gun to my head, I can't name three Lady Gaga songs. But <laughs> her, her performance was absolutely nuts that year. I really enjoyed just the theatrics of it all. And the music was like what was playing was dope. I was, I was jamming to it even though I didn't know it. So
0: I'm going to give Lady <laughs> Gaga some love at number four for me. Is she the one who flew like across the stadium like on some yeah. like crazy? That was that. Oh Yeah, that was a good performance, man. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I love that. <laughs> all right. All right. L.A., how about you? What you got?
2: All right. So my number four is this year's uh, Dre okay. and all of them. Um, I'm not going to live uh, as a prisoner in the moment. Um, what I saw was uh, extraordinary, you know, uh, to bring back some of the things from my childhood and stuff like that. Uh, well, not Jason's childhood, but, you know, me and, <laughs> <laughs> me and Davian's childhood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know, it, it, it was definitely dope. You know, the stage, like you said, Damien in your podcast, you know, the stage was definitely well uh you know structured. Um, all the people coming out and stuff like that, all the memes and jokes that came from it was uh yeah. it was amazing as well. Um, but it still didn't give me that 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 feeling that I wanted. I still wanted a little bit more, if that makes sense. Like it, you know, it's still it, it was like it was good. But it wasn't great for me. But Ooh. I will, I will put it, I will put it there in, as my number four. All
0: right, all right. And I, I hear what he's saying. It wasn't like, oh my god, this epic performance where you know they were, you know, again, people aren't flying across wires or everything or running over here or doing that and fire and smoke and all this and that and the other thing. But that yeah, is. What- it- It was just
2: it was just 50 cent hanging upside down like that was was the most acrobatic part of it all. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, like, look, like, 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 like you said, it wasn't a wow for me, but it was nostalgic for me. So I I need people to get from wow to just saying nostalgic and just calming the heck down. Okay, I I agree. It was good. It was all right.
0: I agree. I agree. But and that's why it is my number three because it wasn't it didn't blow me away and as Lamont so eloquently pointed out how old I am and I was an adult <laughs> when all these guys were coming out doing the thing I was not a child at all <laughs> but I still was <laughs> a, Dre Snoop of course Mary J Blige my God Eminem Fifty Cent was out there of course Kendrick Lamar but I mean yeah this like especially Dre and Snoop you know when they first popped up it brought me back to like 1992 the Chronic. My mother telling me not to play that music, man. Don't don't listen to that weed music, that all that crap. And then I put on Guns N' Roses. She's like, that's even freaking worse. Don't listen to Guns N' Roses. I'm like, all right, shit. I can't listen to freaking nothing. Damn it. But uh, no, I mean, Snoop and Dre, the crowd, like one, two, three, and to the four. I will never, that's like embedded in my head forever. So LA, I, it was not like an amazing performance, but the nostalgia of it. It was so great. I could not stop smiling and singing along. And Mary J, man, she killed it, bro. So that's my number three.
2: Touch that thigh. (laughs) Touch that
1: thigh.
0: (laughs) Uh, I have it at number three as well.
1: Like I I thought it was great. And I thought the sound was really good. Like, I don't know how it sounded. I got to ask somebody who was there if it sounded as great in the arena itself or in the stadium itself. Mm -hmm. But coming off of T coming through the TV. It sounded awesome. And I thought that was a really big part of it. And I think with Dre being who he is, he was going to make sure that the sound was going to be on point. And he definitely did Uh that. And the songs that we got were really good. Only thing I wish is that was longer. Like I said on my podcast that I think they should start doing post game concerts instead of halftime shows. So Mm -hmm. like you get an extra hour, hour and a half, uh, especially you're going to have all these people. So instead of just having one Eminem song, You get four or five Eminem songs. You get four or five Mary J songs. You get more from each performer. You get more than just in the club and 50 Cent. Maybe you throw somebody else in there because you have an hour and a half. Uh, So this was the first half-time show that made me think about that. Like, man, this is a little too short, man. I wish it was longer. So that's probably why I had to put in my top four because I wish there was more to it. But it was what it gave us was awesome. That's why I wanted more.
0: Yeah, I think they have some crazy rule where the halftime show is only allowed to be eight and a half minutes or something like that in total. But I'm with you. I was cre- see that was another thing, LA. Why why it's three for me as well as Damien is because I was craving more. They made me want more. So that's another good. That's a good point. That's a good point. But uh, LA, that was your four. So what about your three? So, look. uh Oh, this don't sound good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen right now, bro. <laughs> Look, my, when you start no. out with hey look, it's like oh shit.
2: <laughs> hey look, so what had happened was right is <laughs> I was I was thinking <laughs> and uh <laughs> hey Janet landed there, okay. Um uh, <laughs> li- listen, listen, I still talk to my boys to this day, all right. I still remember how the air smelled around me, okay. <laughs> Um I was sitting there in front of the television with a few of my other homeboys oh, and man. uh my homeboy's granny was sitting behind us, okay? And and a, and the nipple said bloop, all right? <laughs> said, you know, it said bloop bloop. And uh I looked back at the at, at, at his granny and she was smiling <laughs> from from ear to ear. Now look, as a little lad, okay? As a little lad, I didn't understand the moments and <laughs> and why his grandma was smiling, okay? Um, but all I will say is that now as a as a big lad, <laughs> uh I get it. Okay? I get it. That was oh, that that was iconic for me. I don't know. I didn't I I don't even remember the music, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is the blue, blue. Okay, that's it. <laughs> all right, so that's why it's going to be on my Mount Rushmore, because this list don't have to be about the music. It has to be about <laughs> what you remember in that moment. Yeah. And that's what I remember.
0: No doubt. No doubt. You're right, man. I don't remember a damn song that they played. I just remember that. That was it, man. That's all I remember. Hey, you can say it. You can say it, blue, blue. You can say it. You can say it. <laughs> You can say, <laughs> "I'm 23 years old, and I'm like, what, Janet, girl? Way to go! <laughs> <laughs> On top of her brother from '93, he's like, okay, yeah, I guess you did. You brought it out the titty. <laughs> All right, that's a good answer, number three, right there. That's it a good is. three. You guys might be number no, my number one. I'm pretty sure you're gonna love my number two. You might be a little bit like, what? But if you think about it, the performance was sick." And this one was at MetLife Stadium, what I was trying to talk about before in 2013. All right. Bruno Mars, man. All right. Bruno Mars, and then put on a show. The dancing, the choreography, everything on stage that they had blown. I mean, and he was big. I mean, that's when he was blowing up at that time. I remember being really fixated watching that halftime show. And I'm like, damn, I like this stuff because I'm all about choreography, dancing, and the way that people look good and, you know, come. Uh, to me, it was an excellent show, and I happen to, of course, you know, Uptown, you know, Funk You Up. I freaking love that damn song. I I, I thought it was just great. Again, the performance great. <clears throat> Everybody in sync, completely together. When the fire went off and the smoke went off, the stage, everything lit. It it was it was great. It, that was a show to me. So that's why it's got to be that high up there because I feel like they put in so many hours to get that thing right, and they freaking nailed it. It was perfect as a whole group effort. So I, I loved it.
1: No, that's, a, that's a really good pick right there. Bruno Mars is a great performer. I do remember that one. That was a really good one. Uh, and it was that was either right after, right before my number two pick, uh Beyonce in New Orleans literally shut mm. down the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So and um, I was on actually I was in the Navy at the time on deployment. So we watched that game at like three in the morning. Oh wow we struggling trying to stay up, and then he had his delay. <laughs> because her performance shut down the whole arena. I know you was watching that game. Is you no know, San Francisco that, being that, in that, that one? Oh yeah! yeah. That, Come on, you know.
2: <laughs> hey, that that Armed Forces Network boy.
1: Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Like, La knows about the struggles of the of the Air Forces Network. uh yeah, One of my one good. of the biggest reasons why I love you guys. I love you guys for so many reasons, but that <laughs> that, that that takes them all, man. Salute to yeah. you, no doubt. Definitely, and. Yeah, but that performance was
1: awesome. Like, Beyonce absolutely killed it. Like, everything from the singing to the dancing. And, and uh, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan, but I've been introduced to all of her music because of my wife. Uh, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it made me appreciate that
0: performance even more afterwards. So,
1: yeah, I had to put Beyonce number two.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Anytime you mention her name, I remember, like, me and my boys, mm-hmm. we were, like, 18 or whatever. Like, 1997, 98. We're sitting on the couch, and Destiny's Child comes out. And I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm looking at Beyonce. I'm like, damn, that girl is so – I'm like, she is not going to be in this band much longer. She is going to go solo and do her thing. And boy, did she. I was – when I saw Beyonce, let's just say boing. Okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 look, Jason on the podcast trying to tell y'all why he fell in love with black girls. Um, <laughs> yeah. hey, LA knows. LA knows me, baby. He knows, <laughs> <laughs> and David. And Damien, I just want, before I get my number two, I just want to ask you, are you under contract, uh, contract agreement like to mention your wife? In every podcast, like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. He just always finds a way to squirm her in there. Like, he, hey, he's like hey, hey, this man, this man, this no. man is yeah. logging points in the book. Like, yes,
1: yeah, you gotta <laughs> log log he, points, knows.
0: he knows he outkicked his coverage. He knows he's to <laughs> get <laughs> extra points up there every time. He knows it. You
1: gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. You gotta, it. You gotta he log the points, it. especially <laughs> when I'm talking about. Things I like when I was talking about Mary J. Blige. I was like, oh, let me mention my wife. That's yeah. what I'm <laughs> talking about this. Like I have to mention her when I when I do these things. So I was like, I'm talking about Beyonce. Let me mention my wife. Let me right, my people. Right. <laughs> you know?
2: All right. So my second my second one is uh Michael Jackson. Gotta drop the mic. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't yeah. need to explain more. We know who Michael Jackson is. The, I mean, arguably the greatest entertainer ever in life. And whenever he shows up, he shows out. It, it just is mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, people uh, just fainting. Just when he just when he just stands there. <laughs> when he just stands there, he don't even have a mic in his head yet. He's just, he just standing shit. there. Nope there it is that's the face that's the face yep
1: just standing standing.
2: (laughs) look he literally stands there for like four and a half minutes and i mean i'm just like right right and i I just watched the american dream last night i mean i'm still a humongous (laughs) fan and i didn't even see this man's career well half of his career like for my life you know what i'm saying like and uh, so, I mean, what he meant to, to you know, to music and everything like that, I mean, for, to not put him in there would yeah. be a trap would be a travesty.
0: So well said that beautiful abs. Look, King of Popcorn, Michael Jackson is the single greatest performer of all time still to this day. I mean, when you talk about doing the moonwalk, ain't nobody even tried nothing like that until this man came out and did his thing. I dressed like Michael Jackson for Halloween for like four or five years straight. I mean, I just love this guy. Damien knows how much I love him because of the dance-off. I busted out my Billie Jean. That's (laughs) (laughs) That's my number one. That's my number one. It's Michael Jackson, number one, 1993. Not only did he do Billie Jean, and again, like, like LA said, he do not even have to do nothing. He could just stand there like this. And people are freaking out, fainting. You're seeing bodyguards taking people all over the place, bringing out crying, stretches and everything. Crying, crying, crying. I mean, hysterically, crying. Hey,
2: look, look, they'll smack their baby. I mean, I see, <laughs> people, <laughs> I see people kicking their babies across the lawn. I'm like, dog, <laughs> dog, that's your baby.
0: oh man but then you know but then when he had all the kids around doing hear the world and we are the world like you Mm. can't beat that you just can't Mm. beat that like i when i replay that and i do i I cry i don't care i can admit it like i mean it is emotional man and again just the greatest performer you're right i've never seen anything like it forget any band any single performer any dj i don't care who it is Nobody got the attention, and nobody flipped out as much over Michael Jackson. And talk about international—he sold out everywhere, and even yeah. in Russia. For God's sake, this guy was selling out stadiums all over the place. He, my favorite of all time. But even being bi- but being biased, that's my number one halftime show of all time. It was yeah, I was only thirteen for it, but I've watched it over and over again, and it's just unbelievable. May he rest in peace. Thank you, Michael.
1: Yeah, now nah, you guys all make great cases for Michael Jackson. The reason I didn't put him in my fourth, I didn't see that one live, uh, but the it back amazing performance. And I knew that you guys would bring up Michael Jackson and Jay knows I'm a big a huge fan of Michael Jackson as well. White man, Best performer of all time, but if there's anybody who could challenge his performance is Prince. And that's why I got at number one um, um, watching that, man, I was 17 and I wasn't, my dad would play Prince sometimes when we cleaned the house and stuff. But I didn't really know about the Prince catalog until he did his Super Bowl halftime show. And I went back and listened to some things. And now things like, you know, When Doves Cry and Raspberry Beret are in my my permanent playlist now because of that performance. And him doing Purple Rain, the solo, In the Rain, the guitar solo. Come on, man. It's absolutely crazy. And... (laughs) And one thing, like, it's so funny, because at the time, I was like, why did women love him so much? Because he's he so different. He was like, <laughs> you don't understand it. But then you see him perform, you're like, oh, OK, I get it. I get it now. This is <laughs> like, you, you perform like this. You could dress however you want to dress. you right. You <laughs> to, <laughs> to pull the women from around you. So, yeah, Prince is number one for me. That was just amazing watching that year. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Oh. Let's go crazy.
0: <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, so good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to agree with Damien. My number one was Prince as well. Um I wasn't a huge Prince at all. Like when it came to the Prince Michael debate, I always went Michael, right? You know, yeah. I grew up, I grew up with Michael, well, I didn't grow up with him, but you know, I I grew up like listening to him like since Jackson 5, like I mean, I'm I'm an embedded Michael fan. I mean, mm. I'm I'm telling you I lay in bed sometimes and listen to uh on YouTube, like just different songs, you know what I'm saying? Like just, yeah. just doing it. But when I heard a door by Prince,
3: yeah, <laughs>
2: man, I was like, that's a bad boy, right here. <laughs> you know, like so it unlocks so much more the music, and then also too, the fact of everybody sampling him. I mean, that's true. You, you hear so many songs now that you connect and you be like, "Wow, that was a uh, that was a uh, that was Prince or that was yeah. Michael, or that was that." But mm-hmm. um but yeah, man. See, look, Prince sung so good that Mother Nature said, "Let's rain."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> look, look we, Look, when you could do that, I'm sorry. You a goat. All right, yeah. and then for you to be able to still perform through it, like like nothing happened, like I yeah I I, I was singing the the rain spiritual song, you know what I'm saying? To make it rain. <laughs> like like I did this on purpose, you know what I'm saying? Like right, like I I don't know, no, man. Yeah. That 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 was an amazing performance. Something, uh, yeah, that I just can't forget right there.
0: No, I, I'm with you. I, I, it was unforgettable. I mean, look, I, I thought the man was going to get electrocuted. I swear to God, I'm like, please <laughs> let him live through this entire thing, man. But, yep, the electric guitar busting it out. Yeah, he's great. Again, he's a performer. He's a mu- He knows music. He knows instruments. He could play a whole shitload of instruments. Michael Jackson, that's not his thing. He'll be singing and dancing and whatever, two different performers. But God love them both. I got no problem with him at number one with you guys at all at all yeah four maybe a little bit low for me but michael jackson my guy and you're right la like you go back and you listen to you know the wall you know the thriller album uh even the bad album. i mean these it's like you forget like oh my god these songs are incredible you know like like i want to love you p-y-t pretty young thing you need some loving like i mean like these songs that nobody even like think about you know man that shit's great i love it
2: yo yo i heard i heard a song last night. um, I was on a jam session on IG and they played uh, Butterflies. Oh, for real? Butter. <laughs> but Butterflies was later on in his career, but it was still wow. fire.
3: Yeah. It was still yep.
2: fire. <laughs> like so the man, the man yeah. just knows stuff. He just, he just, you I do mean, no I'm, wrong. Such, I'm such a huge Michael fan. Now, that's the,
1: that, that late album they had with Butterflies on it and uh, Rock the World. That album's underrated. Like there's some other, like some jams on there too, but at that time people were kind of moving off from that type of pop slash R and B of like the Michael Jackson type. So that one kind of went under the radar. But that album pretty dope. Yeah. Hey, look,
2: hey, look! I I just watched the other night the music video Scream.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man, his come on, Smooth Criminal. The music video for Smooth Criminal. It's like hey, a whole damn movie.
2: That's his best. That's his best dancing video, in my opinion. Oh. That's sick. Yeah, that's
3: crazy. Like going down with the hat
2: like that. Oh, man. Smooth Smooth Criminal, he was so crispy. He was so crispy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Still freaking smooth, man. Guy, unbelievable. I just, so damn smooth. Oh, man. I remember when he had that like comeback kind of thing. I forgot what year it was. Maybe like 2003 or something. And Usher came on stage with him and they were all dancing together. And, Mm. you know, oh, my God, Mm. man. Like, oh, killing it. Just absolutely killing it. Michael Jackson and,
1: forever. And
2: you and you brought and you brought up the moonwalk. That's when uh that was like the Motown. Um, like yeah. I want to say, was it 10 10 year? Was it 10 or 20? It
1: might have been like, Motown 25. I, I think tw- yeah. Yeah, 25, 25. yeah,
2: 25, 25, And he yeah. and he was out there with his brothers and they were killing it, you know, yeah. hit, hitting a hitting a point. Yeah. You know what I'm
3: mean? saying? Yeah. 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 You know,
2: it did, and, and then that's when he when he busted out, he was like.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm
2: saying? It just hit the move and threw the hat to the side. That doop, 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 doop. Come on now. Come on yep. now. I'm telling you. I'm I telling you. To we, get it. Can, we can talk about oh. Mike
0: all day. Yeah. Oh, okay. and, and I would. And I would. I swear to God, I'd be talking about him. I mean look, <laughs> hey, he, who he's the only person who can wear the shortest black pants in the world with white socks and make that shit look cool. Okay. He <laughs> made hey, that look cool. hey, look.
2: Hey, but but he has sparklies on it though.
0: He did. He, he, was has, sparklies. he had,
2: They were sparkly white hand. socks. <laughs> he he but hey look, he bedazzled before bedazzle was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: man? <laughs> oh, wow. oh man.
0: Oh, so good. So good, so good. Oh, All right, Couple, all right, one more thing before we close her out today. This has been so much fun. I'm, like, sweating from laughing over here. This has been great. <laughs> We're going to have to do this, like, again and again and again, man. Shoot. Oh, man. Before we get out, let's rank the AFC quarterbacks real quick. I got one through ten. Hear me out real quick and tell me if there's somebody you throw out immediately. I got Mahomes one, Allen two. I got Lamar at three. I got Burrow at four. I got Herbert at five. I got Carr at six. Wentz at seven. Tannehill at eight. Then two at nine and Mac Jones at 10. I don't really know who else in that division qualifies to be a top 10 quarterback. Who am I, who am I missing, Damien? Yeah, I'm looking at the divisions now. Yeah, that's.
1: Man, I don't think like there's anybody t- you're, you're missing AFC wise. Uh, maybe, you know, Mac Jones could sneak in there next year, maybe. No, I got him at 10. I got him at 10. Yeah, yeah, Mac Jones at 10. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at other yeah. ones.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know. Really, yeah. Like, like maybe you get, a, you know, a Trevor Lawrence appearance next year with a real Kobe. Maybe. Uh, so maybe that'll happen. But I, I
0: have no problem with your list at all. Honestly. What about the order? What do you guys think? L.A. Like th- just the top five. I got Mahomes first then Allen. Then I still got Lamar Jackson because I ain't forget about him. And then Burrow and Herbert. Are you good with that or would you mix it up or put someone else in there?
2: I might put Burrow over Lamar.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um,
2: because Burrow Burrow gives you uh the elite uh passing ability, but then still still can get out of the way as well. You know what I'm saying? Compared to yeah, but think about
0: yeah, but think about it real quick who, who Joe Burrow got to throw to and who Lamar got to throw to. You know, that's like one thing it's like
2: ah uh but 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 uh <laughs> But that's because nobody <laughs> nobody wants to go to Lamar um, <laughs> <laughs> because 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 they know it's the, Ra- the game, yeah <laughs> they they know they know the Ravens are running deep a uh, running offense you know mm-hmm. and they and they know um, that they're gonna run first and stuff like that and they've seen other receivers play with Lamar and they know how their stats can drop kind of like the same thing that goes with the you know the Cleveland Browns um, unfortunately so. That's why I'm putting Burrow ahead of Lamar. I'm not forgetting Mm -hmm. Lamar's elite ability, and I think that he can throw really sort of well. Um, (laughs) Yeah, 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 I'll say it like that, sort of well.
1: Um, (laughs) The thing is with Jackson, he had a moment, I believe it was against the Colts on Monday Night Football this year, where I thought he really turned the corner. Like that Mm -hmm. game, his throwing, like throwing the ball over the field. He brought them back from a big deficit to win that game. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is it. This is the moment mm-hmm. we see Lamar Jackson go from just an uh, athlete who can throw to someone who could throw who happens to be athletic.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: we didn't see that change. I, so I can see why you put Burrow over him because Burrow has elite accuracy. Like um, the throw he made, it was the last drive. The throw he made to Jamar Chase where uh, Jalen Ramsey tried to undercut it. He threw it to the outside mm-hmm. and Chase ran down the field like that's a very only a few quarterbacks to make that throw the way ramsey cut on it that's intercepted in a pick six by most quarterbacks mm-hmm. but he was able to throw it outside that's what separates burrow from others so i could see putting burrow over jackson just on the accuracy part of it
2: yeah yeah okay. um but other than that i mean i i have no i have no problem with your list uh who i see um say, say your top five again real quick
0: uh yeah mahomes allen lamar burrow and justin herbert and again just talking afc you know what? Herbert might jump up there. You
2: hey, you know what? That's what I was about to say. I, I was about to say, like, crazy enough, Herbert might Her-
1: yeah, Herbert's a monster, man. Yeah, Her- Her- Herbert's a monster. Is. like that those that drive or those drives plural against the Raiders. Like, <laughs> come on, I know it's been a while now. We had a whole playoffs to happen, mm-hmm. but that game was so ridiculous. And him keeping the charges crazy. in that game, the fourth and what made a touchdown on fourth and twenty-one. I know, man. <laughs> and it was <laughs>
0: and long every time, and they kept complete and complete. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe I'm tar- it. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm tired of the Chargers getting freaking quarterbacks just out of no. Like, come on, man.
0: Yeah, right. Like share,
2: share share the love. All right, share the yeah. love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they need to go win something, man. And uh, they're going to be doing it with Brandon Staley the way that he's been coaching. Dean yeah. knows how much I freaking can't stand that guy. Brandon Staley I mean that is a, this team should have gone deep into the playoffs if they had a coach who was just you know over the age of 29 I don't know how old this guy is <laughs> I mean for real man Jeez, now that's right that team is you know I'll call it now I mean they're not a dark horse you know or anything like that but that'll be a team next year who will be in the playoffs and they will make noise they're, they're going to be
1: them. they're going to be the sexy
0: pick they will yeah. everybody they will. All people will be taking them to go to the yeah. Super Bowl. Yep, I know. Yeah, I ain't gonna, gonna be, be worried. to pick them. next year. I, I can see it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't know. If people are gonna keep grinding with Cincinnati though. Uh, La, you see, I, like it's not. I'm not calling it a fluke that they got there. You know, Joe Burrow definitely solid, more than solid. You know, he's gonna be one of the greats. He could be potential. But I have a hard time seeing them. Maybe even I don't want to say ever getting back, but going through Allen and going through Mahomes, and now we're talking about Herbert and the Chargers getting better. It's going to be a really hard road. Plus, that division I expect to get better. We know Mike Tomlin's going to get Pittsburgh in check somehow. Baltimore's going to be back like we talked about, and Cleveland's still going to get better.
2: Well, yeah. well, look, I think I think Cincinnati had a, a a thing that we we talked about earlier. They were a team that got hot at the right time. Yeah, you they know. Did. Um, and, and they rode that train, you know, I have no problem with them doing that. You know, um, they did what they had to do, but ultimately if you scour this roster, if you look it over, you're not going to say, okay, yeah, this was supposed to be in the Super Bowl. You're, you're not going to think that. Um, so, so to pick them, you know, to, you know, to even go back or even, uh, make the playoffs is going to be. Um, a, a, t- a tough pick. I mean, it's gonna be rough. I mean, uh, like, like, like y'all said, you know, Baltimore is definitely gonna get better. Uh, shoot, Cleveland is gonna do what Cleveland does anyway. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, and Pittsburgh just always finds a way because how the hell did they make the playoffs this year? Oh, man, <laughs> I mean, god, Lee, they just always annoying. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Like, so, you know, they're going to be there. Um, So, you know, and then, then like you said, you got the Tennessees of the world. I mean, you got so many different teams. And, that hey, look, the AFC is about to be a monster next year. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, um, they should have their so, own game tournament.
2: <laughs> r- really? Like, just AFC, AFC Super Bowl. There you go. Yep,
0: um, that's it. <laughs>
1: the AFC is what the Eastern Conference is in basketball this year. Like, it's so deep. For real. It's so yeah, deep. It's, in the and NFC, you have those top two teams, but the AFC yeah. you have so much depth there.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the NFC, they, they're gonna be beating up on each other all year, though. So yeah. the yeah. NFC yeah. is kind of like thinking, like, okay, yeah, keep on beating each other. <laughs> yeah, right. right.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like you got it. So, so, so that's the thing too. It's like, yeah, you could be a deep conference. That's cool, but y'all about to be beating up on each other all year. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you know, some of these teams you're going to be facing twice a year, you know, like, you know, twice that season. So, um, it's, it's going to be wild, man. It's going to be the wild, wild west in the AFC. Yo,
0: I agree. Totally. And, you know, D, yeah, let's remember they only went 10 and seven. Like LA said, they had a hot streak in the playoffs. They were the fourth ranked team because they won the division almost by default because everybody else was just flipping and flopping around. I don't know what the hell was going on. They were beating up on each other. Yeah, that's what that's the thing.
3: Yeah,
2: because and that was we, we, we beat Cincinnati uh twice when we faced them.
3: Oh, yeah, uh, that's the, right. uh, I'm sorry. That's I'm right. sorry.
2: Let me tell the listeners: the Browns
3: beat <laughs> Cincinnati.
2: <laughs> <laughs> beat Cincinnati twice when we faced them. Like, so it, it's just like they just found that that second win and just
0: took yeah. it off. Yeah, just took off. Yeah. Like the Giants did before and, you know, the Packers mm-hmm. had done once before as, you know, wild card teams or whatever. But yeah, 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 we'll see. But you're right. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Like you said, even for them just to be making the playoffs going forward, it's going to be tough for that division over there. And I can't wait to see what Pittsburgh does with the quarterback position because that can mean everything for that team once they fix that offensive line together a little bit also. But Damn man, this was fun, boy. Man, man, we had some laughs. I lost about twenty-five pounds over here, laughing, sweating my ass <laughs> off. Man, Shit was fun as hell, bro. I love it. I love it. LA, we're gonna come back around to you, our special guest of the day. But D, tell him, man, the show's you kicking ass, man. You're doing everything, moving up in the ranks. I see. Tell them, baby. Tell them what's up. Yes, thank you, sir. So yes, you can find me on all social media platforms at the
1: Real Deal WDA. That's The Real Deal, W as in whiskey, D as in delta, A as in alpha on all social media platforms. I'm mostly on Twitter. That's where I get most of my ranting done, and I'll post stuff on there. I'm starting to do more videos now. I'm going to get back to doing more videos on Facebook and on Instagram and stuff like that. So go ahead and follow me on all social media platforms. My podcast is called The Real Deal with Damien Adams. You can find it on all podcast platforms. Put the full thing, The Real Deal with Damien Adams, like a pimp named Slickback. Put the full thing. You'll find it wherever, whatever podcast platform
0: you're on. I'll be there. The Real Deal with Damien Adams. Yes, absolutely. Not hard to find. And uh, yeah, you're the man, Dean. You do unbelievable stuff, man. All on your own. It's like all of a sudden something pops out. It's like, damn, he's got a good freaking point. Shit, I didn't think of that. <laughs> young man too. Young man knows his stuff. You know, wise beyond his years. Like I always say, as is L.A. broadest, man. L.A. I wouldn't even be doing this thing right now if it weren't for you, bro. Back in the day, it was amazing how we would get phone calls. We had a show, D, where, I mean, it was a dial-up thing like Blog Talk Radio. I mean, people would be calling in. We don't know who the hell these people are. (laughs) They were calling from all over the I had no idea, no clue what they were even going to say. But, man, our line was, like, lined up, L.A. You remember that? It's like, shit, what's going on here? All right, I guess we'll let this one in. We'll let that, you know, we'll let the – but damn it's like we're like disappointing people not letting them on the show we didn't have enough time but man we we, yeah we we killed it back in the day it was so much fun bro
2: yeah we did man and just uh you know shout out to nikki you know i I know she couldn't be here but you know thank you uh you know for allowing me to replace you uh for a second (laughs) for, for a second um so you know i'm grateful for that so i just wanted to say shout out to nikki i'm a big fan of yours um Damien you know you my guy man yeah. you know we, we we go back like like uh like car you know car seats like we we, go, <laughs> we 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 go back man so uh you know you my guy man and I support you for everything that you do man I, I definitely love you man and I love love your content man and we talk boxing and we we do all kinds of stuff yeah. uh you know like he getting me in the boxing like he's showing me the ropes and stuff like that man so
3: <laughs>
2: you know um it, it's good and then Jason you know, you know what it is, man. I salute, I salute you. Um glad, glad. I mean, shoot, I popped up on you in Florida, man. We, we was doing our yeah, thing. Yeah, that's um, right. that's right. But, but yeah, we go, we go way back. Like, it, I mean, it's crazy. Like, you know, how we met, like, I mean, just random internet, you know, just never even met each other, man. And just, you know, just had a chemistry off the bat, man. And, and we had, man. We were, we were doing podcasts before podcast was podcasts, you know. For real. We were, doing, yeah. we were doing it. And we were killing it, too, you know. Um, but, you know, sometimes life gets in the way, man, and it is what it is. You know, you grow up and you do things and, you know, different things happen. So it is what it is. But nothing but love. I, I enjoyed this time and space with you guys. And I'm so blessed that you guys had me on with you guys. Um, that, you know, that you had me on, like I said. Um, but as far as uh, following me. You can follow me at LA underscore broadest. I'm not going to spell it out like Damien does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, just, just look it up, all right? You know, just, just, <laughs> just, just, just try to figure it out. Um, but, yeah, I got an amazing, um, uh, you know, podcast going on. Um, we took a break yep. right now. But uh, Brownstown, USA. Uh, so make sure you follow us at Brownstown, USA on Facebook and Twitter. And Instagram, um, large following over there for all you Browns fans or you know, or all you other guys just wanting to peep in and see what the Browns is doing. Um, so make sure you t- check that out. And then uh dang, should I do it? Maybe I <clears throat> should. All right, y'all. So um Ooh. I might have a little thing coming down the line mm-hmm. where I start I start up some stuff, man. You know, uh I th- I think I talked to Damien about this a little bit, you know, talking about uh, you know talking about the calves you know what i'm saying but then also too i want to expand um as jason knows uh a show that i talked um you know i did a long time ago uh talking ish uh, yeah. where where i was you know doing music entertainment all the latest in gossip news and stuff like that so i'm i'm trying to think about how i want to formulate all of that but that is definitely in the works because you know as you guys know when you sit back, man, those ideas just come to your head and then you just mm. gotta you just gotta get it out, right? Like, yeah. you know, yep. if not, if not, you're gonna be tossing a turning in your sleep, you know, <laughs> stuff, like <that. laughs> stuff like that, man. So I love that about us content creators, man. And I, I definitely look forward to talking to y'all offline, man, about you know how we can uh you know make that dream happen, man.
0: Oh, absolutely, man. No, Yo sure, talk that way to me, man. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Today was a dream. Yeah, you like D says you need that good content in your life, LA. I hope you do that, man, because that stuff was fire, bro. Talking ish was great, and yeah, man. I mean, in a way, like you're like a part, like the Godfather of all this stuff, man. It's just amazing, bro. And here you are, like back and better than ever, man. It's just just great. I'm so glad that you were on the show. It's like it's like everything had like come full circle between me, you, damien and you know Nikki's always here. She'll be back next week, but. We got to have you on for more of this, man. Because I've done so much damn laughing today. I had such a good freaking time, and I'm so glad that the three of us got to do this, bro. This is—it's been a long time coming, and I'm glad it finally happened.
2: Hey, look, man, y'all, 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 my pyt, all right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love it. He's so smart. The wing is is unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, I am Jason Fearman, the sports prophet. Sometimes I got it right this week. I did pick the Rams, so game is a little crazy, but uh NFL's over. Now it's all NBA time. Definitely be following D with his boxing, so I can make sure I keep up on that stuff. Baseball, I don't even know if they're gonna play this year. So who gives a flying, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Whatever. All right. Damn. But uh no, we're gonna still keep football all season long going on this show on Twitter, and I'm gonna really watch what the hell I tweet from now on because Damn! (laughs) Damn. Next time, if I'm gonna say anything about anybody of this team, I'm gonna call them up first. like, yo, was this shit okay? (laughs) That's it, done. La, I should have called you first, man. You should.
2: I was like, what? But I was like, I was like, I
0: was like, retweet. (laughs) I'm gonna bust him up now. All right. None of you go look at my Twitter for at least a month before I shoot Yeah, all right? <laughs> oh man. Great show, guys. We're gonna get out of here for now, but thank you all for listening. Trifecta, baby. Peace.